Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Just to introduce the show. Welcome to Political and Current Gamers. Um, what else was I supposed to say? The song? Oh yeah, forgot. Gamers run it, or something. I don't know. Just play the damn track. Hurt <laughs> Jesus Go ahead, Greg. Craig. The, the Razor controller has, you know, it's got your, your bumpers and your triggers, and then it's got the, like, inner bumpers, like, on yeah. top of the... Well, and the quality is great, like, across the board on the Razors. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just, you know, like I said, I don't like the audio quality that it has on your end. Like, the input side is trash. Like, audio out coming into the headsets, great. Right. But, but you, you're, you, like, you talking to me, you sound like garbage. Yeah, I sound like garbage number one, and then number two, you have to really finagle the uh, the audio for the headphones. Like with the, you know, with the with the Elite controller or just any regular controller, you know, you can use the Xbox app, and then yeah. you can go into the 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 party chat or the audio options, and you can turn like party chat up and game chat down and do all that. Does the Razer have like a built-in adapter? No. Oh, what are you finagling with on the razor? Well, I have to go into like, for example, like when we when we play, um, when when you and I play or any game, it doesn't matter what I do. If I'm playing any game, um, the party chat is always tremendously quieter than than, um, than the game. So what I have to do is, you know, I turn the the turn the main from the app, yeah, but then it fucks it up and it still doesn't sound right, huh? Yeah, so what I end up having to do is I just I crank the volume up, uh, volume up on the controller, so you've got like a lot of audio coming into my ears. But then I'll go into the game settings and like turn the game master volume down, and yeah. then it then it mixes fine. I just have to do that for every game, and wow. you know games games that it saves your settings, no big deal. Like I do it once, I don't care, you know. But it was just that's the only thing I don't like the easy audio mixing that the elite controller had but when yeah. it comes to, when it comes to mapping like i love the razor version better like their app that, that you install with the controller like you can set um you know you can set whatever um you know controller layout that you want you can go ahead and preset it and then you can save the save it as a file and then it's a much quicker interchange to go into these go in and change and, and like import it into your controller like a lot faster so it's like oh yeah. man I, I forgot to do it and i'm literally like in the middle of a game i can jump over and swap it real quick and it's it's much more quicker oh, that's always that's always super annoying when you got to open the xbox accessories app and you got to wait and especially on pc because on pc you can't change settings wirelessly like even though i'm connected to my computer wirelessly with the elite i have to plug it in to change the settings yeah you don't have to dwell well the, my, my razors you know always you know it's a wired controller so you yeah. don't have you know so that's that... like your only downside 
Yeah. Well, and I think that's why I get such a such an audio problem with it too, because you remember in like the days of the three sixties, if you had your controller plugged into charge and you plugged yeah. your headset then, in, yeah, you get that you, you the get days that loop. of the the early days of the podcast. Yeah, the early days of the podcast. Oh, welcome um, to the podcast, everybody. Oh yeah, it's a surprise. <laughs> so uh, welcome to Pig's Pod, politically incorrect gaming podcast. If you don't know that, uh get bent. Anyways, yeah. yeah, I think that's part of the problem. Like uh, back in the day, wireless was garbage. The bandwidth mm -hmm. was not enough. Like, but Bluetooth and all that shit has come so far. You can get high fidelity wirelessly now, and you completely eliminate wirelessly. You you eliminate uh, interference. Yeah, like, you and... used to have interference problems before they fixed uh, like the algorithms and the codec for how it sent. Like when somebody would call your wireless phone. Or like when somebody would vacuum, like your wireless shit would fuck up. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I just—it's the only, like I said, it's the only thing I don't like about that. The the razor back controller. in my day, we yeah. didn't even have microphones. We had to. <laughs> <laughs> but I, honestly, other than that, I fucking love that controller. Like, I yeah. wish I would have not bought. Have, the, what's the name of it? It's a razor. It's the, the razor Wolverine. About. Razor Wolverine, all right. The Wolverine, yeah. Like I said, it's a it's a wired controller, and I think I paid. I want to say I paid either like eighty nine or a hundred and twenty five. I mean, it was like it was comparable to the Elite controller or the Scuff controller. It was in like the hundred ish dollar range. Yeah, well, I'm confused. Best Buy has two listings for it. One's for ninety nine. One's for one twenty nine. We'll have to look and see which one is there. Uh, is there a difference between wired and unwired? They're both wired, which is confusing. There's a Wolverine um, V2, and the other one's the Wolverine Ultimate. Oh, okay, the Ultimate's see. more. I have. I'll tell you which one I've got. We'll just the other one's regular. See. So the Ultimate. Yeah, I have like the Ultimate. The, yeah, that one has a chat thing on the bottom there. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 essentially useless. It's it's yeah. it's the it's like that part of it that I don't like because. You know, you can't really adjust the audio with it. And it's, you can like turn the audio up and down with it, but you, it's done on a button. So it's like five settings. It's like quiet, loud, louder, loudest, really loud, and then off. So if you don't know that it's like four button pushes, you're constantly chasing it. Like, oh, is that the loudest one? Is that the loudest one? Fuck, I started over, you know? And um, I just don't even, I don't even fool with that. But I like that you can swap between um, the controller layouts on a push yeah. button rather than a slider because the elite only gave you the og elite only gave you two options on the slider their wolverine has three i think it has three and a default well and, but, um one thing I've, I've always been kind of biased towards razor because i know one of the guys that works on the uh accessories team like for razor mm -hmm. uh, he's an old gears of war pro uh Kalen, uh, he used to be go by Arctic, but that doesn't matter. Basically, what I'm saying, he's a pro, like he's a professional gamer. So he comes from a gamer side of things. And Microsoft, oh, not it's not that they're not gamer focused. They're more. It's a huge company. I mean, Razer is a big company too, but Razer is a specialized company. They're yeah, making they're specialized products. Whereas Microsoft, I have to make a, a million of these at a, you know a good cost so that we make a profit on them yeah let's make a uh you know quote unquote you know elite 
version of a controller. But, you know, the one thing that really bugs me, and I mean, most people aren't like me. They don't tear apart these controllers and see what's on the inside. The, the one thing that bugs me the most about the Elite V2, which is supposed to be the shit $180 controller, it's on the old hardware. Yeah. It's it all, you, you literally go to the store right now for $49.99. They're on sale at like Walmart, Best Buy, everything. The new Series X and S controllers, $49.99. Those are on newer hardware than the Elite is. They have they have a different way different updated Bluetooth. Uh, they have a different way you pair. Which I guess isn't a, as annoying for Xbox people, but for me on PC, when I want to switch from my Xbox to back to Bluetooth, it it's there's no like shortcut button press or anything I can do on the controller. I have to completely I have to hold the sync button and resync it every time I switch back and forth. I have to completely resync it both ways. When I go to Bluetooth on the PC, I got to completely yeah. resync it. I got to go into my Bluetooth and delete it because it thinks that it's synced, but the controller won't sync until I delete it, completely go through the process of pairing it again, and then it's paired. And then when I go back to my Xbox, I have to you know hold the button on the Xbox, hold the button on the I got to resync it. On the new hardware, the new Xbox X, X controllers, mm-hmm. you... I think it's double press the center button, double press and hold or something like that. There's a, there's a little button shortcut on the the center X button. It literally will switch between Xbox and Bluetooth. So there there is no repairing. Once it's paired, you just switch back and forth as you want. Like it and it's just crazy to me that it didn't release that long ago and it's on super old hardware. It's on a completely old motherboard. It's on, you know, old uh, the stick hardware. The the LB and RB buttons are a little different in the new Xbox X controllers. The faceplate's different. Like, well, I just I can't. I'll I'll never I'll never do another Elite controller. Here, here's uh, I'll, I'll never do one again either because I was I was so let down. <laughs> you know, I bought two brand new ones. Of the yeah. of the version ones, and both of them the bumpers broke, <laughs> and yeah. I you know and I bought the replacement bumpers, and when I tore into it, I was just shocked at how cheap it was on the inside of it. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> and I mean, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was still like surprised that it was just so cheap on the inside, and it was such a pain in the ass to put it back together, you know, and then. Well, if you didn't do it perfectly, sometimes your buttons wouldn't sit correctly. They wouldn't oh, feel the same when you click yeah. on them. The, yeah, the, I lost. Yeah, I lost the the B button. Just, I mean, it was like for the longest yeah, time, I thought I had got something sticky down inside the controller. No, and I'm like, I'm really, really careful that with little, my controllers. That little membrane. If you don't get it, it literally perfect. Mm-hmm. If it's off, you know, a hair, not yeah. even a full millimeter, a hair. Yep. The button it it doesn't line up correctly, and yep. that's how they did uh, the controllers forever. Like, well, they after... just used that same shitty hardware on an Elite and charged a hundred dollars more. And literally, the only benefit and advantage, and we were talking about this right before we recorded, and then we were like, we we should probably start recording right in the middle of the conversation. The only <laughs> advantage you get good, with the Elite One, opening. yeah, the Elite One and the Elite V Two, you get the same advantage is software. 
it literally the controller itself the hardware is crap you get no hardware advantage everything inside the controller itself even though they got some metal in there and they got this and that and it's got a built-in internal battery and all that shit and it feels heavy in quality it's garbage you, you might as well go buy a 50 dollar controller you're You'll get a better, like I said, you'll get the new Xbox X controllers are better for $50. Yeah. But the well, software, and- they they unlock by allowing you to do shift buttons, by allowing you to do extra shortcut buttons. and ex- mm-hmm. the, the mapping that they let you do on the Xbox Accessories app, they unlock everything for the Elite, which is so stupid that it, it, it's literally on their side. It's all software driven. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do in the controller, as far as I know. Well, I should, and see, I should reach out and ask James Shields if that's true or not. I, um, <laughs> like I said, I was really let down. I bought two. I bought two new V ones, and then a friend of mine gave me a V one because he said, "Oh, he goes, you know, the uh, the bumpers broke, and he just bought another one." And I'm like, "Dude, if you're going to get rid of it, I'll take it." He goes, "Oh, here, have it." You know, <laughs> so he gave so yeah. he gave it to me. So I tore it apart. And, you know, I bought another set of the replacement bumpers and I put it together and it, you know, just like the other stuff, it worked okay for a while, you know, and then stuff started breaking down and, you know, I, you know, I bitched for years about the stick drift and, yeah. you know, so I was, you know, taking the guts out of one controller and putting it into another controller, trying to salvage that. Yeah. And I made one controller piece yeah, it together. You know, I've got one elite controller left that my daughter uses just to play with. And even now it doesn't even work that great that, you know, it's got literally the guts of four different controllers on the, in that controller to barely make it work. The, you know, I've taken the paddles off of it. It's just a controller at this point. And it's now been, it's kind of basically now resigned to, it's just the, an extra piece that yeah, I've got one of those induction charger battery chargers. So oh, you just, yeah. you, you put the battery in it, you set it on the little charging station and it, it charges the battery for you. Um, it's, it's just a, it's just a, like a device that I can charge a battery at this point. Like that's all it's good for. And, you know, every time I look at it, I'm just like, so depressed and like, God damn, I've spent like, there's like $400 worth of elite controller inside this for subpar, like, okay. control. Yeah. Literally the, the only advantage you get, uh, and most people won't even use it. I mean, the paddles are all right. They're fine. Yeah, I uh, like the paddles. That's that. That's what really sold me on on the controller. And then yeah, for the elite, yeah, for the but elite. The the thing that I use that most people probably don't, and I only use it on one trigger, is the trigger stop. Mm, I feel same. like most people aren't really bothered. That doesn't make a huge difference, but that doesn't make the controller worth one hundred and thirty dollars more than an, another no. controller. No, it it really doesn't. And well, see, going on when I bought the version, well, and when I had the version one, you all I did was bitch about stick drift. Like it was just yeah. a constant, like it shouldn't be this way. And you know, it you know, you and I would game together, and you know, we would get sweaty. And I'm like, yeah. I get You're fucked. Like, oh, stick damn drift. it, it, sh- it drifted. Oh fuck, to the yeah. right again. Damn it. Yeah. So then they're like, oh, the v- the version twos, they don't have stick drift. They it's, it's new and improved. That's and, bullshit, James and it was, Shields. I'm calling you out. He better not watch this podcast because I really do like him. But it's the same fucking. Yeah. I've opened. I've looked in both of them. It's the same exact uh, hardware on the so, the one, version one and the version two for the sticks. They did not change it. So I, whatever. I bought. I bought the hype. 
<laughs> I bought that hype and I bought one, you know, at release. They went, okay, this is going to fix all the problems because I like the I like the Elite One. It had some problems. They said they fixed it, you know, and they did fix the bumpers. You know, the 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 buttons and the bumpers. Yeah, felt, the, the bumper has a different system. It's a thicker yeah. thing, so you don't break the plastic literally by just pushing a button. Yeah, you don't have to push I, your hard. Just no, and and that's what that's what really that's what really upset me was. It's like, you know, I'm not the person that throws their controller. I don't, I don't like, I don't do that. It doesn't, it's not a thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't abuse it. Yeah. You just hit your wife. I got it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I take it out on her, but you know, you know, I break her bumpers, but but, you know, even just the way I play, I was breaking, I was breaking it. I'm like, I'm not a, like, how do so, people that actually yeah. tear their How shit up? How dare you, Microsoft? You you made us feel like shit. You're like, am I a bad gamer? Yes, I did. I felt like, <laughs> am I am I doing like is, is this you know am I one of those people? So am I pushing it too hard. Yeah, and I mean, do I need talking, to take horse dewormer? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, <laughs> it was it was like three months. It was like three months Oreo, and that brand new Elite controller was busted. And you we, know, I we did talked about it before how we we've. We've been saying this for years since the V1. It's the nicest shitty controller on the market. Yeah. <clears throat> That's exactly what it is. If you took a category and you went, all right, these are the shitty controllers, right at the top of the shitty controllers is the Elite. Both of them. We'll just lump them in. They're, they're, there are some yeah, improvements the Elite on the controller. second one. But the, the, speaking of gimmicks, the whole tightening the thumbstick, you only really notice it at first yeah right when you first pick up the controller after that it it feels exactly like every other controller it didn't really do that much i don't know if the spring tension went away or if your thumbs just got used to it it was just another gimmick on a long list of here's why this controller is 180 here's what here's what got me is they're like oh there's no stick drift and and like i said less than three less than three months of using this controller i started to notice stick drift so I went online to like, okay, is this like a, you know, is this just my bad luck? Am I, am I even their lie? <laughs> yeah. So I went online to look it up and then, you know, three months into this brand new controller being on the market and there's already like, oh yeah, just tighten up the, uh, you know, tighten up the stick, the screw on the sticks. And I'm like, that doesn't well, help us tip drift. All that does, they changed the center post. That, as far as I can yeah. tell, that's all they changed in the hardware on the sticks. And that has nothing to do with the uh, the potentiometer, the thingy that reads where your stick is. That has nothing to do with it. All that does is tighten the, the tension on the stick. It has nothing to do with the actual reading on the stick. Well, it'll so still I, drift. So I did, and I mean, it did seem to kind of make a difference. But I mean, it could put just super been... glue in there. You're supposed to put super glue down in there. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just like so. I did what I thought I was supposed to do and I did it and it was just like within a few weeks it was acting up again. And I'm just like, God damn, no, I just spent, you know, a hundred plus dollars on this controller. You know, yeah, I took your advice and I bought the, you know, I yeah, bought the geek, the, the geek squad, but I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Like I'm genuinely not doing this. So I yeah. just was like, I just went immediately and just bought a, a razor and I'm like, I'm never doing yeah. this again. I wanted to buy a scuff, but scuffs were still a little bit more expensive. Scuffs are still pretty expensive. Yeah. yeah so so it's just you, like, you, you know heard what? it here first at Pigspod. Do not buy an Elite. Forget no. what we said before about getting the Geek Squad. 
it's it's not worth it anymore. There are better options. Razors yeah. are a really good option. Well, well back uh, when it was when it was just when it was just the 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 version one, doing the Geek Squad trick and and swapping your controllers out. Yeah, it, it seven you know, of those motherfuckers. You know, it made sense I, then. That that's you know. how shitty they were. I went through seven elite version ones because the thumbstick would break, it would drift, the bumper would break, the this, the that. I, I had a B button break on one of them. I yeah, had, I did too. And and I thought it was really cool. I like the custom the custom color stuff that you could do. Like I bought the the uh, the upgrade pieces that you can like pop the uh, the padding off and put, you know put new colors on. You know, so I mean, I turn the the black controller. I know I I pimped it out with some blue and purple, and it looked really cool when I liked it. But it's just it's just trash. And then yeah, it's not good. And then you I know mean, this what I the the the. Wolverine Ultimate, which is what I have now, you know, it's that a little bit wired, right? It's it is it's a wired controller, so it is it, there is that, and I wish, and I would have bought the wireless version, except they didn't have they didn't have it in stock, and I'm like I'm not waiting, I want a controller now, and I wish I would have went ahead and you know waited. How long and, is that wire? Like eight feet? It's pretty long. Like I mean, I don't have any problems with it. Um, like you know, it, it, it's it comes out of the Xbox and runs across the floor to the couch where I play, you know, so it's not like it's stretched all the way out and is a trip, trip hazard, you know, you can just walk and it's no big deal. But, um, so that's really probably nice. still get slightly better audio quality though with wireless. I, I guarantee I would get better audio quality with wireless and maybe, uh, I might eventually go ahead and buy one that is a, um, that is wireless. I, I just, you know, it's just me and I'm kind of at that. If it, it, you know, it's not broke. And then I'm probably not going to buy another controller. I'm going to wait because I want to pick up uh, the new Xbox for when uh, the new Halo comes out. So uh, it's like I'm putting all my money. Are you going to Halo one? I, if I can get my hands on a Halo one, I would be really excited to do that. I just I want one of the X's now. Like I, yeah. we, you know, we've had the, since we've been on the hiatus of us not doing the show. You know, I've been kind of at the point where it's like there's nothing, there's nothing really making me need to have the new Xbox. So what's the point? You know, yeah. there's there's really nothing out there game wise that was going to be like, ooh, I really want to have this Xbox. Who I can play this game. Um, yeah. Well, that was funny. Like when the Series X and the PS5 released, and everyone was clamoring for them and scalping them. It's like, guys, yeah. there's there's no game right now. Why are you so worried about you have to have it right this second? Yeah, and that that was my argument because I'm like, number one, okay, oh, well, but you can get, you know, you know, you could get to 4K. Awesome. I don't have a 4K TV, so it doesn't yeah. matter to me. <laughs> You know, it's like for me to get the true 4K experience, I'm buying a new system, I'm buying a new TV, you know, and it's like, okay, to get the full gaming experience, I'm going to drop three grand. Yeah. And well, we won't talk about how much money I spent on my computer for. Well, and see, and that's the other thing too <laughs> is I've been sitting here, you know, for the last years, you know, leading up to us moving, you know, in a new house, by the way. I think this is the first time we did a podcast in the new house. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, I've kind of been sitting there going, okay, you know, do I just, do I just walk away from the Xbox altogether and just pick up a PC and play everything on the PC? 
and, 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 and I was actually I was actually pretty close to making that jump. Attempted. Yeah, I was, the, I was. The reason I would say for you not, uh, well, I mean, all right, number one, scalpers immediately takes that out of the equation. If if you could buy everything at retail price, maybe. Yeah. Because you literally can't right now build a PC. That's and the, the, you're you're getting to where I was going with it. Yeah. Is... Series X for the money. Even if you paid scalper price for a Series X, seven hundred dollars. You're yeah. still getting a much better experience than you'd be able to build a PC for seven hundred dollars. Right, and that's honestly that's where that's that's where I was at, because I was ready to to take that plunge, and then you know the crypto stuff exploded, and everybody's buying up graphics cards, and I'm like, okay, the graphics card just just the graphics card is more expensive than the Xbox. Yeah, you know, and I'm yeah. like. Okay, so don't ask me how much I paid for my graphics card. Yeah, and I mean I know you paid <laughs> I mean you probably paid some ridiculously overinflated price. And I mean I get why people are buying it. I understand it. You know, whatever. I have to have it for what I'm doing. Uh otherwise I didn't really buy it for gaming. Uh yeah, well, yeah, you're really doing done a podcast since I'm started yeah. doing this other stuff either, but well, I kinda had to uh yeah, for what you were doing, it made movie. sense. Yeah, <laughs> what you're doing, it it made sense. But you know, I just I don't understand the people that are willing to pay those prices. I mean, scalpers can only exist if people are buying it. Yep. Yeah. And, and there's and people and, are and, willing to pay three thousand dollars for one graphics card. Like mm -hmm. it's fucking insane. Yeah. yeah, I would say even if you don't have a 4K TV, you can still get crazy mileage out of a series x i would say yeah. don't get an s i I would say an s is for a really casual gamer maybe just for your kids or like you only occasionally use it or you want something to maybe take like when your family goes on trips and you want something in the hotel or something i would say then get an s if if you're actually gonna game on it and you're like oh i want to play halo and i want to play this and i'll probably play you know a few times a week you might as well spend the extra two hundred dollars because it's well worth it for the Series X. Well, yeah. I I know on paper the stats seem like they're not that much different, but it's actually much much different. It's a, a, a much better system. It's not even close. Yeah, and I think that you know I I think that I'm just going to go ahead and and like I said I'm just going to pick up an X because you know I've pretty much always been system driven because of the because of halo you know yeah. i picked up a 360 so i could play uh halo with my friends i picked up the xbox one because everybody was transitioning you know when master chief collection came out and well it's nice now that we literally even though i'm on pc i mean the last few nights i'm on pc and you're on xbox we've been playing splitgate mm-hmm and it's not that difficult. It was slightly more difficult than me just, you know, hopping on and inviting you. We had to figure out there's a separate Splitgate friends list and, and yeah. stuff. But it's so but nice once... that most everything is now going to be cross-play. Uh, I mean, it does suck that on PC you sometimes have to worry about cheaters. And it sucks some people, you know, don't focus on anti-cheat. Yeah. But well, I'm not even on PC, so. <laughs> yeah and i mean i don't and i don't mind that i mean you know you're gonna run into it and it kind of is what it is but yeah i just i'm excited i'm ready for you know i'm ready for the big change i'm ready to get you know a new system you know 
the only the real like right now the only thing that I would play right now on the Series X is um, Flight Sim. That's it. You know, I I, I grew up. Gate. Yeah. Well, I mean, Flight uh, Sim, you'd actually you'd get a benefit though playing it on the X. Well, you can't. Yeah, and you can't play it on the on the. Oh, you can't even play it on the one. Nope. That makes sense though. It's yeah. pretty system intensive. <laughs> yeah. Well, and see, I didn't know that. And I was all excited when they were getting like, oh, it's getting ready to come out to Game Pass. I'm like, finally, I've been waiting on this game to come to Game Pass for for months. And I love Flight Sim games. And I haven't been able to play like a, I haven't been able to play Flight like the Microsoft Flight Sim since the 90s. And I was really excited to to play that because it's I really love flying games. And um, the day it came out, I went to go download it. And they're like, oh, no, you know, it's not it's there. Not, it's not there. And I'm sitting there going, bullshit, it's fucking there. Like, I know it dropped today. I can search it. It's on there today. So Did I you call to... and complain to a manager? I wish I would have. I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I wish I wouldn't have done my invest, you know, done my due diligence and, and educated myself. I wish I had just went in blind and yeah. screamed at some, you know, poor I'm customer laid on service. on the floor rep. of the fucking yeah. Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> She's following me. Stop following me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but... um. I was I was really disappointed when uh, I realized that I couldn't play it on the one. So um, I was like, "Well, do I?" Now you do got I... two excuses to get a Series yeah. X for, so for now... Halo. It, let me let me tell you while we're speaking of Halo and the old console. Uh, I I forever for all the MCC and all the flights and everything. I've been invited to pretty much every flight. I haven't played a single one, but they keep sending me invites. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm good for the Halo Infinite flight. I get invited to the PC flights every single time. It's not going to be a big deal. And then the Infinite flight comes out, and a few people didn't get invited, whatever. But I did. I got a thing that said, you're invited. I was like, dope, cool. Tried figuring out for like three hours how to get onto the site, and it was down, and this and all that. That's a whole other discussion. What a terrible launch of a flight. But, you know, whatever. I finally find... I'm not in the PC flight. They sent me the Xbox flight. Well, I, I have a Series X, but my son uses it. It's in the it's completely in the other room. It's the living room TV. That that's what they're using when they're watching this or that, or my daughter's watching, you know, whatever Gabby's Playhouse or whatever the hell. And then my son's playing Roblox or whatever. I don't know what he plays on it. Uh, so I was like, well, like. I can go out there and download it. But number one, it's on Wi-Fi, so the download speeds are going to be a lot slower than my other Xbox, which is hardwired. Plus, it's just a pain to go out there. And, like, so I didn't, I didn't want to do it. So I downloaded it on the OG Xbox. And let me tell you, they say that game plays on the OG Xbox. It does. And not very well. <laughs> <laughs> It it was not that. Did you get into the flight at all? Did you no. play any of Halo Infinite? Oh, no, I didn't bad. even. I didn't even try. I didn't even look if I did. Like I just. You would have been like, upset because it plays pretty bad. Like it's okay. not. Well, smooth. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not that it's unplayable, but it's to the point that it was slightly frustrating. I mean, I didn't expect. I wasn't expecting like on my PC where I literally you know 160 frames and yeah. perfect smooth. I didn't. I didn't expect that, but I expected it to be at least a little better. 
but like the resolution is so downscaled and like i was still getting uh you know tearing and lag and like it just wasn't great so i eventually gave up and downloaded it on my series x which was a whole nother thing i had to figure out how to download it on a second xbox because like the way the way they had it hidden and they were like, I'll download the Halo app. And then there's like 19 Halo apps. Yeah. They didn't tell you which one. And like, it was a nightmare. I finally got it on there. I only played like three games on the Series X, but it plays great on the Series X. It, yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't get to try it on PC, but I can tell you it plays wonderful on the Series X. Definitely going to be worth it. It does not play great on the old Xboxes. Well, <laughs> I... You know, I had some friends like Mystery, I think, reached out and wanted me to play with them and a couple other people. And I was just like, no, there, dude, I was in a pretty bad funk gaming wise yeah. for. Let's see, we moved in April and you and I stopped gaming, I guess, probably what, February? Uh, I don't know, something like that. I quit yeah. gaming altogether too for a little while. Yeah. And I was just in a funk and I just didn't want to play. And, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that we were in the process of moving in my... When there's a home. global pandemic. And yeah, something. well, yeah, th that and, you know, but for me, that, it was the, it was buying the house that really put me in the funk because it was so terribly stressful. Um, it was way more stressful than it should have been, and it wasn't supposed to be, it wasn't meant to be this stressful. Um, yeah. I had a ton of issues with the realtor. And I had issues with the the previous owner, and it was just a. And I just was like, it's really bad. Like for me in gaming, gaming is my stress reliever. Yeah, and I well, sometimes you're so frustrated, so stressed, it doesn't even help. You don't even want to play. I've been yeah, there. I yeah, I didn't want to play. I just you know, and I just I had a lot of people were like, oh my god, you know, you don't play anymore, and I'm like, I just I don't really want to. And there was one evening couple of weeks ago, I just kind of sat down and I was like, you know what? You know, I kind of want to play something and I couldn't decide on what I wanted to play. So I sat down and started uh, playing Titanfall 2 because uh, you were busy and I, you're, you're, something was going on and I couldn't get a hold of you. So I was like, well, I'm not going to play Apex without you because I'm just, it's bad enough if we don't have a third. I don't need, you know, I don't need to be the third. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I was like, well, I'll just play Titanfall because, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's it's Apex light. Um, and I really, I really like Titanfall. I, I think it's a... I think it's one of the best multiplayers that I've played. Um, oh, it's I one love... of the best campaigns I've played too. Yeah, Titanfall agreed. Too. Yeah, it does not look on the outside like it, that it's a campaign game, especially when Titanfall One had no campaign. Right, and they it was an excellent campaign. I loved it. Loved and it, yeah. and you know the the multiplayer was so much fun, and it's I love that it's super fast paced, and so I was playing it, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm kind of. I'm kind of feeling it, you know, I'm, you know, looking, you know, in the evenings on the way home, I'm like, oh man, I'm going to go home and play some video games. And I was kind of like, it was kind of like bringing me kind of back out of the funk that I was in. And, um, then we discovered, or then I discovered, you had already discovered it. Um, then I discovered Splitgate and I instantly fell in love. It's my, you know, my new favorite game. You know, I actually, you know, I have a have a reason to sit down and want to play, and then you and I found that 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 um, takedown game type, which is so funny that you like takedown too, because it it's probably one of the more competitive game types in Splitgate. Well, and not that you don't like competitive, but normally you and I 
tend to lean towards the more casual side, especially because we never have a third or a fourth, and I we're not trying to play against sweats and, and be pissed off the entire night. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, I think well, one of the things though is it, you know, it's I, it's blatantly the Halo slash Portal ripoff, and I liked the competitive times of like Halo Two, Halo Three. Those were fun times. My problem was is I never had people that also wanted to play that way. Yeah. I never, you know, and even to this day, like, you know, you're the only person that I would, you know, play, would play competitively with. The only other person that I played in a competitive setting was when Vamps and I would do uh, Trials of Osiris. Oh, yeah, Trials runs. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, he was drastically better than I was, and I was still kind of learning to catch up because it had been so long since I had, played in that mindset of being competitive and 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 that kind of you know, high risk high reward gaming and you know then you and I started playing Apex and you know Apex you yeah. know transferred that, into that's um, super kind of competitive across the board you can't really play casual Apex especially anymore <laughs> no and it's fun though even if you're not always winning like that's why I try to tell people, I'm like, bro, you don't understand. When you sit down and you're playing with somebody else that, like, you know, is similar skill to you, even if they're not similar skilled, but they're they have the same mindset as you, and you sit down and you're and you're doing call outs, and you're like, you're you're doing strategies and shit. It, it's it's like the difference of like casually playing basketball like down at the park and just shooting some hoops. To where you're you're playing a neighborhood tournament and you're like, oh fuck yeah, like the, I mean the competitive nature that's naturally in, in most humans, I would say maybe not everyone, but I feel like a lot of us are naturally competitive. Like, mm -hmm. you just like competing, even if you're not the best. Like it's it's fun. It, it it's yeah. just like it's an extra well, adrenaline rush. Like, and see that's that's why I like Splitgate the way I do because it has. A, a lot shorter, like a reward time, I guess, you know, you can, you go into apex and the only time you really get that, that serotonin release of, you know, doing a good job is That's if you make it, minutes. yeah, 18 <laughs> minutes, you get to the end, um, you know, and you win and you're like, oh, this is awesome. You know, but with split gate, you, the games are much shorter, or at least this that particular game type that you and I play is shorter and it's got where it's where it's broken up into the rounds it you know it kind of has that that shorter like you know serotonin release that you did a good job and whatnot and but then again it might not even be that it could be the fact that it's just like i said i've kind of i've personally kind of come out of this gaming funk and i'm really looking forward to playing video games again and yeah i'm in a i'm in a better i'm in a better mindset you know and i, and I think you're right uh, some of it was the pandemic um, or still is the pandemic. My my mindset is kind of changing uh, with the pandemic. I've gone from, uh, oh man, we should all do our part to make this better to fuck you and die. I don't care. Yeah. And, and you know, I know that's it's not... hard when you're trying to do the good for everybody and everyone else doesn't want to do the good for everybody. They only want to care about themselves. Yeah. And so then you're like, all right, well, fuck you then. I'll take care of me and mine, and you yeah. fuck off then. I, yeah. After a year and a half, you're frustrated. Yeah, and that's and that's you know because you know I've 
my job has kept me out in the public. Like my job hasn't changed in the last year and a half. Like there's nothing has been any different with it except I'm doing it with a mask on. In 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 that mask is only in certain you know in certain locations because you know I live in the south. So, you know, politics are different down here and there's a lot yeah. of people that, you know, that once they started lifting the mask mandates, you know, saying, oh, well, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Well, everybody yeah, just took then, their masks off. Well, then they just don't wear a mask, whether they're vaccinated yeah. or not. Yeah. You know, and then I've reached a point where I'm protected. You know, I have, you know, I've gotten vaccinated. I've been vaccinated. I know that if I get sick, the chances of it being really bad for me are much lower, you know, way lower, you know, lightning yeah. strike lower. Um, so I'm just like, fuck it. I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even wear a mask anymore. I keep one in my pocket and I wear sometimes or for like specific things or like when I'm close to people, just, I don't know, just to be uh, that nice, courteous person, I guess. Yeah. But, well, see, um, and none of that even exists down here. Like there is no nice and courteous. It's just nobody wears a mask. And well, my favorite part is like, all right, you don't want to wear a mask. How come the people that do wear a mask, you still also have to then give them shit for wearing a mask? Yeah, and it, it, it's 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 systemic down here. It's really bad. And, and I mean, we are the politically incorrect gamers podcast, and I hate to get super political, but like, all all I'm gonna say, because uh, I don't, I'm, uh, the few listeners we have, I'm pretty sure we have a, a spread across the board. Some people mm -hmm. like masks. Some people hate them. Some people like Trump, some people like Biden, some people like us probably don't really prefer either one of them. No, both of them are absolute fucking human garbage. Yeah, me, I'm pretty sure you, me and you both agree, like, Biden might be slightly better than Trump, but I still wouldn't say, I'm not like, yeah, Biden. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 was another, it was another event where we were, we were forced to choose the lesser of two evils. Yeah, and, and like it's so, like, fuck both of them. I, yeah, it is annoying to me when everyone blames Biden for like stuff that happens in Canada. Like I was texting you the other day, uh, some shit I heard at work with somebody that was like, "Of course Canada raised the taxes." Fucking thanks Biden. It's like Biden yeah. does not tell Canada mm -hmm. to raise the the taxes. But I mean, all, all I'm gonna say is it's insane. Uh, there's always been stupid people. It's insane how loud stupid people have gotten. Like especially you know, like Karens and and Craigs of the world, <laughs> how proud they are to sh to show in a store. Like they're no longer embarrassed about, you know, they'll absolutely shit on some teenager that just that's they're just doing a job because they need money to pay for their phone bill and like go to school. They I had, don't I had make rules. They don't make the prices that. <laughs> I had a realization. <laughs> I think it was yesterday. I was I was I was you know thumbing through TikTok like I do way more than I should, and <laughs> I, I keep coming across the airline freakout videos. And you know I just sat there and I was just like, from from about two thousand ish until two thousand and six, so roughly a span of six years, I did a lot of traveling and a lot of flying. I mean, yeah. a tremendous amount, you know, there were times that I was, I was on a plane two to three times, uh, a month, you know, during, you know, I would fly, I would fly from this place for two weeks. And then I fly to another place for two weeks and another place for two weeks. And I was every two weeks I was on a plane. 
So I was flying a lot and never saw these types of behavior. And, it, you know, not just over the mask stuff, but, you know, people getting just completely belligerent and just being angry people. And I had a, I had a realization, and I think this is the case, it's, and it's twofold. And I feel really bad for, for feeling this way because it makes me feel elitist. And I don't, I don't mean for it to sound elitist, but I really feel like it's basically what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the fact that the airlines took such a hit during COVID that they, you know, to buy airline tickets now is so cheap. Like you can fly so many places in this country for, in some cases, yeah, better super than cheap. half. You know, better than half the cost of what it used to be. Yeah. So it's opening the door to a different type of people. And I don't like saying, oh, they're open it to poor people. It's not really that they're poor, and that's not where I'm going with this. It's just that there's a type of person that they're, they're, they might be wealthy. They're just not going to spend that money on flying. But now that it's cheaper, they go ahead and they're like, oh, now I'm going to do this. I'm still going to travel. You know, they might they might take their RV or, you know, they might drive or something like that. But now that you know, flying has gotten so cheap, they're like, well, I'll just fly. Yeah. And I've always seen it at you know you I I don't know if you drink or go to the bar a lot I don't I definitely I do to. not go to the bar a lot but I I know the type of people that are there and you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about you know the guys that are just there to start fights mm -hmm. they just want to get in an altercation yeah. I feel like I feel like those people those same exact people it's not really about the issue itself. It's that they enjoy being in the altercation. And now yeah. all of a sudden, instead of just being at the bar and occasionally at like a ball game, now it's spread to, oh, it's in the fucking the cashier line at the grocery store and it's on an airline mm -hmm. and it's just randomly out in public at a park. And I feel like it's those same type of people that they just want to get in a fight. And it literally doesn't, I mean, it, it does slightly have to do with the issue, but they've kind of put every actual thinking on the back burner. They don't really care what side you are or aren't on or what's actual fact or not. They just want to get in an altercation. Well, I, I think, I think you are right to an extent. I, I really think you are. Well, I, but like I said that, you know, my, my thought on this is twofold. And like I said, the first is the fact that airlines have gotten cheaper. And the other thing is the fact that alcohol is now more readily available in these public locations. You know, yeah. there was a lot of restaurants in a lot of states that have some old school alcohol laws that's like, you can't take alcohol off premises. Like, you, you have to drink. It. You can drink it openly in Walmart now, can't you? Pretty much. Well, pretty much where you're at, you can. And then, you know, now, like, I, you know, here living in the South, you know, we are, we're subject to what, um, you know, what a lot of people down here, they call them blue laws. And they are specifically, and, you know, they're around, you know, religious their religious influence on on uh, legal morality and whatnot. Like, for example, um, you can't buy alcohol on Sundays in certain places here in Virginia. Yeah. I, um, I live in Utah. I know all about that. That's true. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're in. <laughs> so, so the blue laws, a lot of those laws really changed. Like, a lot of the restaurants, you know, here and locally here in Virginia, you know, you weren't allowed to take alcohol off premises if you bought alcohol in the restaurant, you had to drink it in the restaurant, and then you, you know, you, you couldn't leave with it. Now, you know, I can I can call Applebee's and I can put an order to go, 
and get me my baby back ribs and my, you know, Applebee's steak, I don't know, whatever. And then I can order a uh, glass of beer to go. Yeah, and I'll just pick know, it up in your car. Yeah, and just pick it up and they give it to you in your car. Yeah. You know, and and some people are like, oh, well, you know, you know, they had these policies where they had to like, you had to put it in the back seat or you had to put it in the trunk and but like, fuck that, all that. 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 that means nothing. It means nothing. And it's like, I was just shocked that I could, I could go, I could drive up to a restaurant establishment, walk in and say, hey, I need to place an order to go. And oh, that gigantic fucking, you know, 75 ounce margarita that you're that you have on special for a dollar a piece because it's happy hour yeah i need two of those to go yeah you know those yeah and they and they'd sell it to you and it's just like but i i I hate the fact that you know i'm i'm very much for the relaxing of these laws i'm and i'm pro pro drug legalization across the board um but watching these people it's just like you know you see it a lot in college kids, you know, when they finally get away from mommy and daddy and they, they go to college yeah, they go, for the first they go time. a little wild. They go a little wild, which is kind of, you know, it's fine. I did it. You know, you may have done it, you know, it's not that big a deal, but that seems to be like, that's what's happening here is we're, 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 you know, we're lessening some of these like restrictions on some of these things and people are just going crazy. And, you know, they're going to the bar at the, you know, at the, at the airport they're going in. They're you know they're drinking two or three drinks before their flight, and then oh they're here you know their flight's getting ready to board. Well, I'm going to order a you know I'm going to order a drink to go, and then they you know they're carrying it you know they're standing in line you know, waiting to board and they're sipping their fucking styrofoam cup full of beer, you know so they've been drinking all day and then they sit down and then the airlines are selling them more alcohol and they're getting fucking lit up, and then they're wanting to pick fights. Yeah, I think and, I think that's part. I think it might be like a caco- cacophony. Yeah, it is. It's just like, like a everything. perfect storm. And yeah. then, and then what gets me though is the one thing that you don't want to do. Like, like I said, I traveled a lot. Is you don't want to fuck with TSA because <laughs> they no. have way more privileges as a security enforcement agency than they really should have. They can drag old Asian men out of airplanes if they want. Yeah. And and the thing of it is, is, is I don't really, I don't, I don't, I really want to see these people, you know, after they sober up or they kind of come back down from whatever they're, whatever, when they come back to reality and realize, congratulations, you're now on the terrorist no-fly list for yeah. the well, like rest that one of lady your life. That, or, or was it a, the guy that was crying when he found out after he got kicked out off a plane and they also told him you're on you're on the terrorist watch list now yeah you not fly ever again and and, like, and when you get put on the terrorist watch list when you're on that no fly list yeah oh you can't even buy Sudafed at uh walgreens what, anymore when yet not only like I say, <laughs> not only can you can't do stuff like that you know like with my job i have to carry a dod a department of defense security clearance to do some to do my job it's a low level you know it's nothing i mean it's no fucking james bond shit but you know, I'm required to, you know, these are things that I have to be able to maintain. I can't get into any legal trouble. I mean, I really can't even, not even supposed to have like a parking ticket, you know, to, to maintain the security clearance. And some of these people are probably in a similar situation in their professional life. You go on the terrorist no-fly list, 
you don't get those security clearances. You know, you you take if if you go to a business and they're like, we have to perform a background check on you to get you know yeah. to, for you your couldn't employment. work at a bank. You couldn't yeah. work at and for yeah, some reason any tech job like yeah. yeah. Well, and then to make matters even worse is now we live in an age where landlords think that they should be able to do a background check and a fucking uh, credit report on you before they'll rent to you. And yeah, then, you know, you know, and then now, you know, you pop up on that, you know, they're not, you know, you could be homeless because you, yeah. you pulled some, you know, political stunt that, you know, oh, don't tread on my rights. Well, you're a fucking idiot. And well, there's you a difference between rights and like, uh, he, there's basic rights and there's human rights. There's overstepping your bounds, though, is the problem. And I feel, I feel like another big part of the problem and it's especially changed so much during the pandemic is social media mm -hmm. as uh, things have become even more centered around our phones like you were saying you can order your entire texas roadhouse dinner on your phone pull up push the button i'm here and then bring it out to your car not only that is on your phone now social media has gotten so big that it, it's so easy to find a group of like-minded people so now instead of just, you know, Jerry, oh, Jerry's, you know, at the local baseball game, you're like, fucking Jerry's back. He's drunk yeah. again. He's going off about the fucking UFO. He's doing it. You know, he's going off the crazy. Now, instead of just him, now he can get online and invite 400 other people that believe the exact same thing as him. And they can go have a rally and block off Main Street and be talking about how you guys are being lied to. The moon landing was a hoax. It's yeah. so much easier to gather and find like-minded people. And you can you can build your echo chamber really easily. Yeah. Well, and you can find any information to back up whatever you say. There's right. so many websites and so many. It, it's so hard to differentiate among fact and you know just made up yeah. bullshit. And I think the and and I I think the other problem too is like we're all susceptible of doing it. And I think that we're all doing it. And I, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I do it. Like, I've reached a point where, you know, when I first was on social media, you know, I had friends and family from all walks of life on my social media. And then over the course of the last, really, six years, yeah. you know, I was just like, I don't really want to hear about your bullshit stories about, <laughs> you know, I mean, and, you know, I think that, I yeah, think you start that, to create your own little group of like-minded yeah, people. Yeah, I have my own little group of like-minded people that you know, and you know, I've I've tuned out family, I've tuned out some close friends, and it's just like I don't, I don't, I don't ascribe yeah. to what well, you we've all in, we've all done it. it. Yeah, we've all done it, and it's become a huge narrative. I think it's been amplified tenfold too because of the pandemic, because we've all been isolated, and we're all, yeah. you know a lot of people are freaking out and then a lot of people are freaking out in a way that they're like, I'm not freaking out. I'm going to prove that I'm not scared by doing dumb shit to prove yeah. that I'm not scared. And it's like, you're also freaking out. Yeah. Well, and you're, you're kind of going out of character and doing some shit that you wouldn't normally do. You wouldn't normally do that in a, in a fucking grocery store and go up to people and lick them on the face and go, see, did you get the virus? You would never fucking do that as the same person. Yeah. And now yeah. all of a sudden you're doing that. Like, yeah. And and I don't understand. I I don't know where or when it happened, where we collectively just decided to that we just weren't going to have empathy for the for the next person. Yeah, I know a lot like, of people I, blame Trump, and as much as I hate Trump, I don't think it was him. I think it was 
you know, what we were just talking about the uh, Honestly, combination of social media and us being isolated in the pandemic and just trying to find meaning and what the fuck is going on in the world why is the ocean on fire yeah well i i was you know i was talking to a coworker this morning about it and it was the conversation that we were having and it's like you know if you go back say 40 or 50 years the common the common agreement between all political parties across the whole spectrums were well politicians are crooks they're crooked they're corrupt they're out for themselves yeah. and it was like okay and that's kind of where it stopped and then now it's like you know i i was referencing there's a bumper sticker that you see a lot on conservative vehicles um in my area this is my governor's an idiot you know <laughs> and it's like you know we went from okay he's corrupt he's crooked you know you know politicians are like used car salesmen they're out for themselves you know but you didn't say they were evil people you know yeah. they weren't monsters and now we've 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 expanded it out and like oh they're fucking monsters you know joe biden's a pedophile and and you know donald trump is you know hitler and then you know obama is the antichrist and you know and i kept <laughs> yeah. and i kept going and i kept going backwards and i was like okay you know all right so the narrative the narrative for biden is that he's this creepy creepy old joe the pedophile and then yeah. you know Donald wants Trump to take your guns, right? And then Donald Trump is the you know Donald Trump is Hitler, uh, which I don't agree with. I think he's more like Mussolini, but that's beside the point. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> you know Obama was the Antichrist or a Muslim, and then um, you know then I was like, well maybe it was maybe it was George Bush, you know maybe that's maybe that's where all this started. And then I got to thinking about okay, so if, you know but what about you know. Bill Clinton, what what was going on with Bill Clinton, and, and my man like the fuck. That's what yeah, was going on with Bill. Clinton. That, that and he was very much the rich white elitist, you know, more powerful Illuminati Bilderberger type person. It's so weird where we are politically correctness wise. Where I can't even say that I liked Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was fucking awesome. Am I wrong? Bill Clinton as a politician did, and the both Clintons, and this this is where I have a lot of problems. Um, both Clintons did a lot of good during their yeah, time for for us. I mean, yeah, he got his dick sucked. Okay, was that yeah. right off every all the good he did? Yeah, he did make some. He did make some bad decisions with you know with the well, formation all of politicians the, do, and yeah. all politicians are money driven. I think I think that. when it I don't was know why we no longer talk about that. Like you're saying, why do we have to focus on Biden be a pedophile? Why can't we just talk about how by what corporations are paying for Biden's everything? Well, with <laughs> with Clinton. He let you know he left the country in a better shape economically than he did when he took over. Like we were in a much better position. You know, he when he left office, it was the first time in in decades that we had a surplus. The budget was balanced. You know, George Bush was getting you know money in the coffers rather than IOUs and deficits. So I mean, financially and economically, we were in a much better position. You could yeah. argue that we were morally, you know, in a worse position because of all of it. And that's whatever, you know. Um, but I really think a lot of it, a lot of the problems that we have in our country, I think they did happen during the Clinton Bush? years. No, I think they happened oh. in the Clinton years. And I think a lot of it had to do with um, uh, um, Speaker of the House, uh, heavy set dude. It'll come back to me in a minute. He was a Republican. Um, oh. Newt Gingrich. 
Um, yeah. you know, when, when they took over in the midterms and they were pretty much like, we're, we're not going to get, we're, you know, we're not going to give an inch on what we want. You know, we, this is what well, we want. And it all I'll happened be when America took a weird turn and we no longer made laws against corporations and to yeah. keep them from monopolizing and doing all this stuff. And we made all these laws and loopholes to where now they could. And we're like, oh, sure, it's fine if five companies controlled 90% of the entire world. That's fine. There's no problem with that. And everyone wants to get political, but nobody wants to talk about how fucking scary it is, how much shit the top five corporations in the world run and own. Yeah. Like, well, you know, <laughs> you know, I think one of the things that gets lost in translation when it comes to things like how, you know, how many people loved Obama and how, you know, he was, this, you know, this savior and he was going to change the world. And yes, we can. Um, to this day, no one has taken more money from Goldman Sachs than Barack Obama did. Yeah. You know, he took a ton of money from the corporate elite. He took a ton of money from Wall Street. There's a reason why when Occupy Wall Street went down, he he didn't say a word. He didn't say a goddamn word about it because he knew that the corporations that, that Occupy was standing up and fighting against, they were going to get him reelected. And they gave him just gobs and gobs and gobs of money. And they'll continue to do so. And, yeah. you know, in the same thing with Hillary the, Clinton. I can see the comments coming in now. You guys really are politically incorrect because all your political comments are incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I will, you know, I'll take, well, like I said, our, our country has gone <laughs> off the rails and it, it, it is not because wild. we're, and it's not because we're morally bankrupt. It's not because we, we have or have not done whatever we've done with religion in schools or not in school or in politics or whatnot. The end of the day, that the you know we know that this country is not a democracy it's a it's supposed to be a democratic republic you know an elected representative republic but we're not that either we're an oligarchy we are a country that is specifically controlled by the elite you know when you when we've reached a point where you or i or any person listening to this can only give $2500 to a candidate and that's all we can give because that's the max that you can give to a candidate per race. Yeah, but a corporation give bill two billion. But a corporation can put together a super PAC and give as much money as they want. You know who you're going to listen to? Are yeah. you going to listen to Goldman Sachs or are they going to listen to you? Well, I mean, that's when what would I do? Argument I've always had when everyone talked about all oh, things Obama or Trump or this or that. The president is number one a scapegoat. To blame for anything wrong, yeah. And number two absolutely. is not that powerful. No. You can't just come in and just do whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't no, matter yeah. if you are Trump or if you are Biden. You can you can try to change some policies and you can have some effect, but you can only do so much. You know, I think you know the framers were were very conscious about that battle between the legislators and the executive branch, and they put a lot of checks in, and you know. They got tested to the limits under Donald Trump. They yeah. really, really did. And, you know, when you look at whether you agree with impeachment or not, it, that really doesn't matter. First off, you know, the impeachment is the absolute right of the legislative branch to levy the, the House representative to levy charges against the president. That's their right as the, you know, as constitutionally given to them as a right. What shocked me, what absolutely shocked me was the senators who were supposed to be impartial judges 
you know, regardless of whether you agree with the, 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 the impeachment proceedings or not, you're supposed to go in and say, I'm an impartial jury juror. They, they were, they were sworn to do that as part of their constitutional responsibilities. And they didn't do that. Now in, in defense of the situation, the same yeah. thing happened under under Clinton. We know when they were when he was facing impeachment, and the same thing was was going to happen to Nixon had he faced impeachment. And you know, yeah, I didn't don't he just resign before he got impeached. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, Nixon was never impeached. They pretty yeah. much they said you know they went to Nixon and said if you don't make these changes, you know we 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 are in a position we our hands are tied. We have to levy impeachment charges against you. <laughs> and if he was if he had been impeached, there was plenty of political power like uh, political you know waves in motion that he would not have survived the trial he would have been found guilty on the impeachment charges and he would have been yeah. removed from office or and, you can just say peace and get on a helicopter and leave yeah well and that's what he did is you know he worked it out with with Gerald Ford to who ironically had Gerald Ford was never elected president or he was he was he became president and he was never elected to the job he wasn't even elected as as Nixon's vice president, you know, Spiro Agnew was his vice president who later resigned. Gerald Ford moved up into the position. So Gerald Ford became president. He was never even elected to any of the positions, but you know, he agreed to pardon Nixon, you know, and as much as I know that Nixon was corrupt and he deserved to be impeached and he deserved to be removed from office. I think that pardoning Nixon was the greatest thing that could have been done. And I said yeah. this when, when Donald Trump was being impeached, I said, you know, the, the crimes that he's guilty of both impeachments, um, he's guilty of those. He should be removed from office for those charges. And that should be where it ends because the first thing that Mike Pence should do is pardon him. Because the last thing that our country needs to show the world is the, our duly elected leader of the free world, go to prison. I yeah. can't stand Trump. I hate Trump. I, I detest him. I wish that he never would have been elected. Um, I also wish they, they were Democrats had not run Hillary Clinton because I didn't want her president either. But, yeah. you know, that being said, the, I, the idea, the optics of the American people putting a, a U.S. president into prison makes us look fucking terrible. That, yeah. well, you know, we already looked pretty terrible, but it would have made us look even worse. Oh, absolutely. It would have been a laughing stock. I mean, we already kind of we already are. I mean, we we already are laughing stock. You know, people. Yeah. You know, you know, the countries look at us and go. You know, they just make me. We're, we're a joke. You yeah. know, the only well, the only reason even the only the reason Biden, we're still a joke. Yeah, the only reason why the other the other major the other seven you know global powers in this in the in, on the planet tolerates the United States is we have no problem printing money that they're willing to accept as currency. Yep. <laughs> and we have a fuck ton of nuclear weapons. That's yeah, it. Well, we can have weapons. We can sell them too. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll, 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 the last thing I'll say, I, I don't want to be political forever. I know this is the politically incorrect gaming podcast. I want to talk about some more gaming stuff before we log off. But the last thing I'll say I know you uh, will we'll lose some listeners or this or that, or you'll say we're you're you guys are libs or damn or whatever the fuck. I don't care. I don't label myself any of it. I hate the entire thing. I hate both sides. I hate all politicians. 
like you said, I wish we could go back to just agreeing that all politicians are corrupt and run by money. And they all fucking suck. Some are worse than others, but for the most part, they all suck. They don't have our interest in mind. They have corporations and money in mind. All the way down to your local town mayor, all they care about is your their budget. How much money can they take out of that budget? How much can they shift the budget around to make more money off of this project and skim some off of this? You know, there, like I said, there's better and there's worse. I don't label myself anything. People always ask me, Democrat or this, that. I'm like, I'm nothing. I hate our entire system. I hate how it's run. I, I sometimes hate to be an American. I love, I mean, super proud of everything we've done in this country and the achievements and, you know, how we fought our way away from the British who were also corrupt and shitty people and, and still have a shitty uh, uh, democratic system that they use over there today. I'm still proud that we're not with them, even though my dad is English and he lives over there right now. So technically, I'm half British. Uh, I could probably go over there and get a citizenship. But that's besides the point. It's all broken. It's all busted. Can, we just need to get back to that, agreeing on that, and start talking about how the fuck we can save the environment because our oceans are on fire right now. The fucking half the country's on fire right now, and the other half is fucking flooding. Like, shit's getting fucking crazy out here. Like, <laughs> and we're all arguing about whether we should wear a mask or not. Yes, wear a mask or don't. I mean, to, at this point, I'm so tired of it. Do whatever the fuck you want. Just please stay out of my face. I don't care. Well, Do what you want over there. Let's, like, move on. <laughs> well, we've, uh, one of the things that, you know, you're right with the, with climate change, you know, you know, I had two tornadoes pass over my house over the course of 30 minutes last week. And you I live in, in fucking how long? Uh, we, our area is prone to tornadoes. It does happen, but they're few and far between. I mean, we might have within a fifty to a hundred mile radius of my house, we might have one tornado a year, maybe. And you know, I live in a very mountainous area. You know, it's middle of Appala uh, Appalachia. It's you know, um, to attend, you know, I literally saw and experienced two funnel clouds, which I know, you know, people live in the Midwest from like, oh my God, you know, it wasn't <laughs> that much, but, but it's not the point. The, the, the fact of the matter is, is I experienced two events and in my town, we had four separate tornado reports on the same day within an hour of each other from start wow. to finish was about an hour four okay that's never happened not you know it sometimes it, it happened 50 years ago no no in recorded history and where i live is one of the oldest you know one of the oldest areas in the country you know we you know we date back to you know the town that i live in was established in 1776 it's a fairly you know there's a lot of history here you know n never happened it's never been recorded yeah well we've broken temperature records this year yeah uh yeah and we've 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 I, I know we've had some crazy disasters over you know the last 15 years like it seems like it's fucking nuts right now it's, it's like, every year people aren't people aren't even paying attention to it and that no. i mean that comes all the way back around to the people going oh it's see this is why covid's all in a, uh, a conspiracy they're just trying to distract us 
from the fact, all right, well, no, sure. Let's stop talking about COVID altogether then. Let's, what are you talking about? What do we need to change then? And it all comes back to big corporations overusing our resources because all they care about is money. I mean, it's, it's devastating. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we have issues here. We've got two pipelines coming through the area that are being fought, that are being fought to stop them because they are literally just, they're destroying our, our Creek beds. And, you know, they're like, Oh, you know, we're going to fix it all when we leave. And then they leave and they never fucking come back to fix the issues. So you have people that are having, you know, that have had, you know, creeks on their properties for literally ever. And, you know, it completely destroys the property as they, you know, the, the, the pipeline isn't even coming through their property, you know, but the access, the property that the pipeline's on, these people have to drive through these other people's property and the people are powerless to stop it because the property, you know, the, the, the companies are able to claim eminent domain, which is only supposed to be for the government not for private businesses and destroying the property. And, you know, these people are left, you know, with financial losses because, you know, they may have cattle on the property. They may have, you know, uh, agriculture of some sort. And, you know, their property's ruined because their water source is now destroyed because they've gone in and drove through it enough that it just fucks the whole creek up. Or worse, they dam it up so they could drive over it, you know. And then you know, we have we have that going on, and then uh, about uh, an hour and a half southeast of where I live, um, they've discovered a uranium deposit. So of course it's time to mine <laughs> uranium, and I'm like, I, I get, Yay. and I'm and I'm really torn about uh, about the uranium mine too, because yeah. I support nuclear power. You know, it, it, it in comparison to all of the other power. It's funny how it, have, it might be the cleanest and best power power yeah. resource we currently have. You know, the to, technology to, use, to do. Yeah, to use it and consume it. You know, it's it's very efficient. It's very clean. Mining the uranium, it's kind of like the people that are, you know that are that are all for lithium batteries. Lithium batteries are excellent sources of of, of energy storage, but what so it takes to though. yeah, what it takes to mine lithium or uranium these heavy metals out of the ground, you know, it's poisoning. We're, 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 we can do it sustainably. We could absolutely mine these minerals sustain sustainably, but it's it, to do it would cut into the corporation's bottom line. You know, we can go in and strip mine and start at the top of the mountain and drive it all the way down to fucking bedrock. And, you know, you know, you know, Creek beds and rivers be damned. Who gives a shit? We can strip mine it and get our shit and get out. And we can do it in a year or we could sustainably do it and do it safely, and it might take us five, six, seven, maybe even ten years. And they don't yeah. want to do that investment because that cuts into their bottom line. But then again, yeah, kind of crazy. It, 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 aren't there a few like the major civilizations that they just don't know what happened to them? They just know they disappeared. Yeah, yeah. There was a <laughs> lot of there was a lot of civilizations that we don't know. I think it was yeah, the, what was happened. It, the, the, was it the Sumerians? You know, were they? I think they were one of them. And then, um, you know, we had here locally in in our region here, we had the the colony of Roanoke, um, that was a group of settlers came over from uh, Europe and they settled in an area um, near North Carolina. And it was it was off. I think it was off the coast of North Carolina, and um, it was called Roanoke Island. And they were living on the island. They established a colony. They were thriving, and they were a group of people returned to England uh, for whatever reason. And then when they returned back to the Island, everybody was gone. 
They had no uh where the fuck they went. I think there's no a few YouTube videos about that. It's kind of nuts. But they they've like, now think that they've now think that they've solved uh the the mystery as to what happened. Then um, I think they went to another island or something. They just moved. they 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 think that they actually threw in with um one of the Indian tribes nearby. Um they've since one of the I think they were called the Crete Indians. Um they found us they found an old settlement of that particular tribe of Indians or Native Americans or I'll be politically incorrect. Um and in that abandoned settlement of these Indians, they found pottery that was very European-ish. Mm. So they think that the people on the island ran out of resources during the winter and just migrated and they just... and they, they they joined the Indians, the Indians took them in or you know, however they did it, they joined forces with the Indians and they just kind of like, you know, blended, you know, blended their genes with the, the native population and the island disappeared. And it, it remained a mystery for, you know, close to 500 years. And like no one really understood it. And, you know, some research has kind of leads them to believe that this is what happened is they, they threw in with the, the, the locals just because of, some of the art, some of the pottery, and some of the art that they found had very European influences, and they think that that's what happened. But there's nothing concrete. But yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want to say that's where we're headed, but it feels like that's where we're headed. <laughs> well, we very well could. I, I mean, mean, we're a long ways off. I'm not saying like, you know, in five years, our whole civilization is going to fall apart. But well, I, I'll put yeah. it like this, and I know this is you know, this gets kind of conspiracy from the past of. Uh, being too greedy and ends badly. Yeah. And, you know, and this might get a little conspiracy theory, but, you know, I feel like something's going on when you have some of the literal most powerful people on the planet instead of investing in how to get to Mars are trying to figure out how to get off the planet. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I really feel like that yeah. they, you know, the ones they're... in the know that, that have billions of dollars and, yeah. and have access to resources beyond anything we could imagine. Like they're not uh, in a rocket race to leave the planet. Yeah, instead of fixing what what the, fixing our problems and our and that you know the finances are there. We could turn around and fix a lot of the problems in the, on this planet by you know making sure that you know number one they pay their fair share in taxes and then number two using those using those monies to create sustainable living on this planet and we're not doing that because it's you know it's not profitable and these people are just like nope we're leaving. It, it it's really I mean it, it, it really con you know it really concerns me that we're more concerned about exploring Mars than we are fully mapping out our ocean. We haven't done that. Like we don't have that. when you said Mars, I was like, Yeah, we, we know less we know more about Mars than we know what the fuck is in the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, we're spending this all this money to go to a literal another planet and we're not doing anything here. We're not doing to fix the problems here. And there's gonna come a point where there's going to be a mass migration or a mass die off of humanity. And yeah. even worse than what uh COVID has done. It's gonna be like it, the movies. Yeah. Oh, I mean I think you know it's gonna be very it might much not like be until your kids' kids kids are here. But I, I don't think it's gonna be than much that, more than I don't think I don't think it's gonna be more than three generations. I really don't. Yeah. No, I um, think that that yeah, that's something into the next two yeah. or three generations it's gonna I, either have to be some major, major changes, which I think we already have to do in the next 10 years. I think we're yeah. already 
we're already at that point. We're we're at the point of no return. Yeah. And yeah, but we'd rather argue about you know whether we should wear a mask or not. I'm not I'm yes. not saying that's not an important issue. It fucking definitely is. But there are some much bigger fish to fry right now. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I don't care yeah. if you're a Democrat or Republican. I don't even care if you like Trump. I have friends that like Trump and are ma- major Trump supporters. I got a buddy who has a fuck Biden sticker on the back of his truck. I don't give a fuck, dude. Fine. Sure. Fuck Biden. As long as, like, when we talk about, you know, politicians being corrupt and they're listening to your phone calls and they're listening to our podcasts and they're tagging us, the politically incorrect gamers, as terrorists. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been on that watch list for a long time. Oh, I have, too. I've, I have, you know, 25 pounds of explosives in my garage. Uh, <laughs> a long time ago, I, I got really interested in homemade fireworks. I think we've talked about it before. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, yeah, all we're saying is fucking chill out. Stop trying so hard to be so nutty that you go viral on fucking TikTok. That's all we're saying. Yeah. Go viral on TikTok for something good. Yeah, do good because, you know, that, that viral video of you freaking out like a, you know, a crazy person on a United Big flight. On or the a, floor. Yeah, <laughs> or on a fucking Spirit Airlines flight. God damn. Um it's going to it's going to change you for the rest of your life you're never going to be able to do some of the things that you want to do because you made a rash in the moment decision that had you had the opportunity to take a step back and think things more clearly i guarantee 90 percent of those people wouldn't have done it you know a person is not stupid people are stupid but a person's not well and the thing is like when you get like in an argument with your spouse you say and do some stupid shit yeah, you say you're, things you're, in the moment. You're letting, you're letting passion make you do some dumb shit, and you look foolish, Karen, okay? You look stupid. You look really dumb right now. Mm. And all we're saying is, like, take a second to think about it and uh, yeah. listen to PixPod. Yeah, and listen to <laughs> PixPod. We will bring you back down. You might have to wait, you know, three months between episodes. But, but we're still way ahead of Drunken Halo. Oh, and that brings us all the way around town. Man, what a politically charged episode. Our, yeah, I think our last one. episode that we released was where we were talking about taxes. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was taxes. And, and now we're just talking political garbage. and like. But I, I hope we can all times. agree at the end, end of the day that uh, politicians fucking suck across the board. Every one and of them. With, with a couple uh, all we want all we want are fucking good video games i'm tired of yep. non-stop fucking shitty video games or just give yeah. us something good or i mean really there hasn't been much in the way of good video games released here lately yeah at all like, yeah and there's the deba- there, there's the debacle that's happening with like the madden game right now that once again tiktok gives me access to watch things i would never watch you know anywhere else and watching people complain about the the dumb fuckery that is the Madden game, I'm about it. I'm I'm, you know, they, they're it's just it's it's broken. They're having you know issues with you know somebody you know one of the players would fumble the ball and you know every person on the other team would try to pick it up and no one can pick it up and you know they, it's just it's 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 like yeah it's all of the classic Madden glitches that have been a problem in Madden just ever and it's just like this might be the worst year for it and 
Well, I haven't bought Madden in like six years. It's, I haven't bought a Madden game since Madden 2004. Yeah, so they all suck. They they don't try anymore. They're just releasing garbage that you guys keep well, rebuying year after and year. And yeah, and it's and it's reskinned. That's what gets me. Is that I mean yeah. most of the stuff it's just, it's the same fucking game. You know, there's That's nothing. Same engine, just yeah. reskinned, and you know, polygon slightly turned up, resolution slightly turned up. It's the same fucking thing. But I, I don't I don't get the I don't get that that type of gaming the like the sport gaming and staying up and playing that oh, yeah, years like FIFA and yeah year, I, you buy the same exact game yeah i don't i don't like i like sports i like watching sports you know i don't i don't get a lot of enjoyment out of you know the madden games or the fifa games or you know or the nba the 2k whatever um they just it's just not my thing but I I grew up an only child, so I didn't have a lot of competitive sport games. Like I had Madden and stuff like that, and I had the NASCAR games, which I really liked the NASCAR games. Um, but I played them by myself, so yeah. I didn't need to. Like I know that with Madden, like okay, you like playing online, playing other people that like to play Madden. Okay, you know when in twenty twenty when twenty when Madden twenty one comes out you know, the majority of the player base is going to pop, you know, it's going to move to 21. So if you have 20, you're probably not going to have enough, you know, a lot more people to play with. So I get that, that you want to keep, you know, upgrading year to year to continue playing with in that realm of, of gaming. Um, it's just not my nerd. I just don't yeah, care. I'm into it. Yeah. If you're into it, cool. I mean, yeah. Whatever. I don't want to begrudge you for it. Like, go have fun. Enjoy your video game. Um, yeah. Just not going to uh, be joining you. Yeah, I just won't be playing it. <laughs> you know, the closest I came to sports and the racing stuff, you know, is the racing stuff because I played the, the Forza games and stuff like that and really yeah. enjoyed them. But and I didn't those, play I them because like it, it's worth getting like every third or fourth one. Because yeah. every other one, it's basically the same game again. It's the same, like like uh, the last Forza, and then they did the Forza Horizon. It was almost the same game. The new Forza Horizon is a completely it's a new engine and new technology. It looks good. But the last few Forzas and and Grand Trismos and all they all it's the same shit that we've had for the last six years. Yeah, I didn't play any of the Forzas until the New Horizon one came out, and it was a lot of fun because it was fucking gorgeous. Um, and then I don't think I would have played it if it hadn't been free on Game Pass. But I did go back and start playing it again when they had the Lego down or the Lego update. That was fun. That out the Game Pass. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, Forza was on Game Pass, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was the and last it, one. Yeah, and that's that. That's the only reason why I played it. If it if it wouldn't have been on Game Pass, I wouldn't have played it. Yeah, well, hopefully, uh, this holiday season when Halo Infinite multiplayer is free, we get a we get a good influx of population. I really hope. I don't know. I, I'm I'm, I I'm worried that they're making some weird choices and some weird mistakes. That it'll be kind of another flash in the pan. I'm worried that it'll be good for a couple months and then people will be bored because it just doesn't have enough to hold us. And their release schedule for updates is just a little too slow. Well, I think that. Well, what's the what's the player population on Halo Five right now? Oh man, I don't know. 
they, they don't release the numbers. You can't find out because of Microsoft. Ever All since right. Microsoft has taken Halo over, you cannot find population numbers. So you you play a lot of video I, games. I can find Steam numbers for Master Chief Collection, but that's only because Steam releases the numbers. Microsoft well, has no option. Let me let me ask it let me ask it a different way then, because I, I think we can probably get to my answer um, this way. Um, you play video games. I play video games. We both know a lot of people that play video games. Um, how many people that do you know are actively playing Halo like we used to? Is I don't I don't know a single person. I can't peak, name peak concurrent players for Master Chief Collection in the last thirty days. The peak, thirteen thousand. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So how many people do I know that play Halo? Uh, well, we follow a lot of the drunken Halo. The not the not Travis or Justin, uh, but the people we met through drunken Halo. I yeah. follow a lot of them. They they still occasionally play Master Chief Collection. Uh, who who do I know that still plays Halo Five? Yeah, I'm saying specifically Halo Five. I know a couple of pros that still play Halo Five, but that's only because I mean they're a pro. That's it's part of their job. Even though they have daily jobs, they also you know they're still grinding it to stay familiar uh, with you know uh, updated movement Halo. You know, they're staying prepped and ready for Halo Infinite. That's the only reason they're playing it. A regular person? I don't know anybody. I don't yeah. know anyone that's still playing well, that's, Halo. That's kind, of, that's kind of where I'm going with this. I mean, is... it is a six-year-old game. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, see, and, that's, and that's also, that's, that's where I was going with this, is it doesn't feel like they're releasing the games. You know, I don't want this to be a Madden situation where we're playing a Halo every new every year. You know, a Halo twenty twenty two. I don't want Halo it to be like COD either. Where it's I don't want cool. it to be like COD either. Game but again. but but there for a while there was they were releasing at the same time. We would get we would get a Halo game and a COD game, and it felt like they were releasing you know together head to head. You know, COD releases. Yeah, there was the yeah. in betweens that then nobody really cared about. But yeah, right. But it just seems like here we are again. Where okay, we went. Six years between Infinite and Halo Five. Yeah. Well, we that, went. There's also we went, been a lot of red tape that's kind of slowed Halo. That's down. true, and I guess they've there, started I know, and stopped. Five I know. Times now. I know. There's a. I know. There's a lot of a lot of bumps in the road, but also look at there was a big time gap between Master Chief Collection and Halo Five. You know, and there was a relatively decent time gap between Halo Four and Master Chief Collection. You know, and every time that you know, every time that gap has Halo gotten, 5. do what? There's only a year difference from Master Chief to Halo Five, but Master Chief didn't work. So if you count when they actually made Master Chief Collection work, it was actually after Halo Five. <laughs> well, but it just feels like that this that there there's this growing gap that between the games, and as they grow, you're losing your player base because if you look at the majority of the people that are playing Halo that we know and that I know, you know, most of them are middle millennials or maybe even like elder millennials at this point. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, they're uh, under under 20, I would say. Definitely you know, under 10. There are no, there's nobody playing Halo. They're playing yeah. completely other games. Right. You know, and so, you know, the people that are playing the Halo games are probably 25 years or older. So, and then those people are aging out of video games. You know, there's yeah. not as well, many like of us that are playing. We don't have as much time. Right. We have families, we have jobs, whatever. So we're not playing a lot. 
you're not doing anything to build, you know, you're not doing anything to build the audience to come back and play it, you know, which tells me I can almost guarantee there's going to be a fucking battle royale game type in Halo Infinite. It's absolutely going to happen. Well, I, I don't. In, yeah. and I, I don't I don't know anything about Halo Five or Halo Infinite. I don't oh. know anything. I'll tell you that it's not a leak. It is a leak. The only okay, the the files and shit that leaked because they released Halo Infinite on PC. People scoured the files. Three four three left shit in there. Everyone's freaking out because there's a voice recording that says Battle Royale. Now let me tell you two things. When they got Steve Downs in the studio, they're gonna record as much as they possibly think they will ever need. Right. Ever need. Even if they're not even planning a battle royale. Well, go ahead, Steve. Let's hear what it sounds like. Yeah, save yeah. that. That's good. That doesn't mean anything. Everyone's like, oh, That's battle royale. Kind of, that, that means nothing. Okay. That means nothing so on one hand. I, but on I the mean, second hand, if they don't do a battle royale, 343 is fucking retarded. That's yeah. just like thing I want to say. Well, and that's what I was getting at is like, okay, I I said what I said not knowing about this leak because I don't follow anything Halo Infinite because I'm going to play it and I'm not I'm not playing it. I'm not going to play it because, oh, my God, I can't wait to play Halo. I'm so excited because I'm so team Halo. Like, no, I really just want the nostalgia of playing with my friends. Yeah. You know, I, it's so weird that we've all kind of moved. We're all so lukewarm on Halo now. Yeah, well, I've been I've been that Halo way, guys. All of us OG guys in the last like five years, ever since the first year of Halo Five kind of melted away, we've all even during that first year of Halo Five, we all kind of like I mean, like you said, we're all getting older. We have less time for gaming. I mean, but we still game. It's just we Halo is so back of the mind. We don't. Yeah. We're not even. I, I, so many of us are like me. Even I'm. I'm not like excited for Halo Infinite. No, I'm I'll not excited it. for it. I'm gonna. It's not like I'm gonna. Yeah, come on. It, it, it's it's days. a good possibility. It's a good possibility, and I hope that we continue doing Pigs Pod far enough into the future for me to confirm this. But it's a good possibility that this new Xbox console, and it could be the last console that I ever buy. You know, yeah. gaming is changing. Um, the way we game is changing. What we're looking for is changing, cross-platform changing, PCs, yeah. everything. You know, I would be playing PC if it wasn't for the fact that crypto's fucked everybody and, you know, and it's too expensive. Yeah. Well, and the pandemic has fucked everybody too. Yeah. People are clamoring for chips and nobody can get them and Sony right. and NVIDIA have outbid everyone, so they're literally the only things that are going to be made right. for the next two fucking years. You know, so <laughs> when, I, when I make this purchase, when I make this purchase in the fall, you know, I'm pretty much saying, okay, this is probably the last console that I buy. Yeah. And it hurts to say that. And it hurts to put a, you know, a bookend on console gaming. Something that I've done religiously since I was three years old. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've, I was... I've been right where you're at last, last year. Uh, well, before I started doing like uh 3d rendering and all that kind of stuff, I've only started doing that in the last three months. Way before that, when I when I made the switch to PC, uh, I I was I didn't want to let go of my controller. I didn't want to let go of my Xbox. It, you know, it, that's where all my friends are. That's where all that nostalgia. That's where my stress relief is. That's where my mm -hmm. fun is. That's where you know it's the weekend. Fuck yeah, I don't have to work. You know, 
uh, yeah, I'll play with my kids. I'll, I'll play some games with my son, but I also want to sit down and play by myself. And like, it was so hard going to PC. I was like, man, I don't want to deal with hackers. That sounds so stressful. I don't want to deal with installing stuff. It's not as user friendly as console where you just hit play mm -hmm. and go. Like, I mean, and I've literally just switched to mouse and keyboard, you know, six months ago or something, like full time. Like I, I used to like play some games here, mouse and keyboard, some games controller. But I mean, our shit talk opening the episode talking about the elite. Uh, I don't even play on controller anymore. I play on mouse and keyboard. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not gonna buy. I thought about buying one of the scuffs. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm full mouse and keyboard now. Like, but no. I've been there. It, it feels, it feels like you're letting something go, and it feels like you're making a mistake, and you're like, am I gonna regret it? Yeah. Well, I mean, for the last six to eight months. You know, the hours that were put on both my Xboxes, the one that I use for myself and the one that I have up in the living room that my daughter uses, um, you know, the mileage on the Xboxes were put into the streaming services. Like, you know, she's probably got, you know, thousand hours on YouTube, you know, and <laughs> yeah. and I've got, you know, hours on Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Video and, you know, stuff like that. You know, I've not. You know, I hadn't been playing video games. You know, yeah. Well, at and all. we've been in kind of a, a, a and then we're in that funk. And, there's yeah. no good games but, out. But, but dude, you're right. I'm really, I'm really not like hyped for Halo. Now that yeah. could change when they finally, you know, you know, if they're because they're, they're, I'm assuming they're going to do a November release for the game. Is that is that reasonable? Uh, no, it, it's December eighth. They announced it really uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's December eighth, which is weird because it's a Wednesday. Well, I mean, Halo 4 came out on a Tuesday, so, I mean... Well, Tuesday is a normal day for video game releases. Yeah. Even, even though lately a lot of games have been releasing on a Friday. But a Wednesday, I mean, well, that's fine well, for me, though, because I have Wednesdays off work, so I have the whole day to, to try it I, out. I guess <laughs> I guess for me, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not hyped for it, but then again, you know... It's about this time, you know, a month to two months out from the release, you know, you start kind of getting the, the, the game trailers and you get like, yeah, well, you they know, haven't been hyping it up. It wasn't like Halo really... 5 where for a year they did a hype thing and they did Hunt the Truth and they did this and that. There, there's no hype around it. Right? There's no info around it right now. No. Other than it's releasing on, on December 8th without Forge. Forge is coming six, six months afterwards. Yeah. And see, I think they're worried it's going to hurt. You know, uh, you know it's gonna hurt customs, which is a huge part of Halo. It's gonna hurt map variety. Uh, there's, a there's lot a lot of things coming out that I've like what little bit that I, and because I'm not following Halo, so whatever makes it down the pike to me, really has to be big, and yeah, to hear you know, about it, yeah. For so the lack of Forge, um, you know, well, the co-op. The, the thing is too, like they say, oh, Forge is coming. Yeah, but after six months. That's a yeah. that's kind of a long time. You know how many Fortnite fucking packs and DLCs and limited time game modes and Ariana Grande concerts. You know how much shit's gonna happen during that six months. Yeah, it's and gonna like completely I said, pull people. On, on, on one hand, okay. On one hand, and I tried telling people this on Twitter too. I was like, on one hand, it sucks. Yeah, I wish Forge was there at the beginning. But on the other hand, it's also kind of a smart play because. Let's say Halo Infinite does cool down after three months. No matter how bad Halo Infinite fell or how 
how how fast it falls off after that six months when Forge releases, you're gonna get a huge influx of players back in. See, and I, I maybe I think that's the only I, thing. Maybe I can not say all, about. but a yeah. lot will come back. It's you just know, weird to like. I'd rather have content instead of uh, of of core features. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, most most people don't know what Rogue Company is. I just sent you some pictures of a skin I bought on Rogue Company. Mm-hmm. Rogue Company just released an update today. They completely changed how their weapon system works. There's now uh, you used to have your rogue. You know, you'd pick. It's like a hero. It's like an Overwatch where you pick your hero. They have their ability and they have their specific weapons and stuff they use. Uh, well, they just completely switched that up today. Now any rogue can use any weapon as long as you've mastered that that weapon. Uh, so it's a, it's a whole new thing. And like every month, Rogue Company has an update, a new map, a new rogue, a new this. And they're a pretty small team working on Rogue Company. I mean, shout out to Scott Gandhi. Uh, if you've been watching MLG Halo, you, you'll recognize the name. He's an old Halo pro. He's one of the lead, uh, you know, devs on the the Rogue Company multiplayer team. It's a phenomenal game. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's my cream of the week because I had one at back in my mind. We'll get to that here in a second because this podcast has gone on long enough. If you're still here, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, really. But like the the content though, Rogue Company. Even when I'm in a lull, even when I'm like, I don't want a game or I have some stuff, some projects I'm doing. Every time Rogue Company releases an update of like new shit, I'm like, oh, dope. I got to check it out because I love the game and I love the updates. If you're if you were if Rogue Company was like, oh, we we took out a core feature, uh, you know, we only have one game type right now. But don't worry, in in six months, we're going to release, you know, that other game type. I. Six months is so long, I might just give up on the game. It'll be so far, like you said, maybe See, it'll bring back that's, players. That's my concern because, you know, I'm sitting here going, okay, how long did, I mean, I'm, I'm using just me. So I'm just only speaking as me. I'm not speaking as the community. Um, I, how long did I last on Halo 5? Three, four months? Uh, three, four months where we were playing a lot. And then yeah. we played again a few times, maybe after six or seven months. And then yeah. I don't think I ever saw you again. Yeah. I kept playing like... for that first like whole year, year and a little bit. I played it every day religiously. But you I... you just stopped playing it. You weren't interested. It just no. wasn't for you. It, it didn't feel like Halo anymore. And I, and that's the thing is, and I don't even, I I hate saying that phrase, oh, it doesn't feel like Halo. I can't define what Halo is, and for me, the only thing that I can say when I say, okay, this feels like Halo, it's not the game, it's not the mechanics, it's not anything other than the community that I have around me that's playing the game. Yeah, well, and that's what's so worrisome about Forge missing, because our drunken Halo guys and our community that we play Halo with, we play a lot of customs. We play a lot of bullshit, fuck around golf balls yeah. coming down a ramp at us like yeah and that's and that's a that's that, halo to us yeah and that and that's you're exactly right when i say that doesn't it doesn't feel like halo that's what it didn't feel like and it just didn't well and it that just was didn't partly because halo 5 was missing so many core features yeah which i and thought I think they learned that, from and i'm super worried 
I think that's also part of why we're not hyped. It's also that we're being so cautious and when I, I don't want to get excited because I know it's going to let me down again. I hate yeah. to say that, but I, I'm, I'm not getting hyped because I already in the back of my mind know that they're going to let us down again. I mean, it also doesn't have co-op. I don't, I'm telling you, I assume our listeners know that, but you just haven't. Yeah. Well, I brought that up a second ago when I said there's no co-op and that's, that's another, that's another halo thing. It's. Yeah. That you, and especially for me and you being dads and our, our kids like playing games, they might not play the exact games that we're into, but they like gaming. Your daughter, I mean, Izzy's not as much of a gamer as you and I were when we were. She, she, she plays the hell out of some Minecraft. Yeah, well, um, my son will play the shit out of some Roblox, and then and then he'll watch YouTube for an hour. Yeah, but, but man, I I kind of was looking forward to playing with my son and being like, "This is the game Daddy grew up on that made him addicted to games. This is the game, you know, it's your dad really... was sponsored in and played nonstop eight hours a day and played with pros and like this is the the game that." It's really interesting that you brought that up. It's really interesting you brought that up because I was I was thinking about that earlier today. Yeah. Um I was thinking about Halo and my daughter and going, okay, you know, she's 7. So she's old enough to get into gaming. You know, I was playing, you know, I was gaming at 7 too. Um you know, at what age slash and what at what age do I introduce her to Halo, because you know, she and I have played, you know, during the pandemic, we played a lot of Battlefront 2 together. Like, you yeah. know, there was the there was the four person co-op where it was just, you know, four players against the whole team of baddies. There was no competitive side. You weren't you weren't playing against, you know, you weren't playing against live people on the other team. You were just playing against AI. And, you know, we played a lot of that. So, you know, she's she's somewhat experienced in you know, shooters already, you know, so I can, yeah. you know, so I'm like, but you know, at what point do I introduce her to Halo? Do yeah. I introduce her to Halo? Your, your, you know? your favorite game. Well, not in the last few yeah. releases, but I, I, I can say, I assume it's for you too. It, you know, it's my favorite game. It's the game yeah. that made me the gamer I am today. It's, it's, it's Halo has franchise. taught me it's it's why I only play shooters because I grew up on Halo. All my fundamentals, all my uh, tactics, everything I do, every shooter I play, I'm coming from a Halo background. Yeah. And yeah. you don't follow competitive as much as I do. I'm telling you, Halo kids run things. All the Halo kids that have gone over to the Call of Duty scene now because Halo competitive is non-existent they absolutely run things over there all the halo kids that went to gears of war all the halo kids the uh, look at ninja he's a halo kid the number one gamer in the world arguably came from halo we there's so many of us that have come from halo and we're not we're not begging for halo to fail we're we're worried that it's gonna fail and no, I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to say this is their last chance, but it really feels like this is their last chance. Other yeah. games, and not even just the big games, the big three, you know, Fortnite, Call of Duty, and, and Battlefield. Not the the shooters, at least. Not even just those. It there's so many other good games that are just taking over. 
and there's so many free games. There's like Splitgate that literally enough servers for the amount of the influx of population they've received over the last few months. They literally are having a hard time filling or finding enough servers because so many people are playing it. Like there's so many other options and other games. It feels like if Halo misses again, no, it, it's done. It's never going to be a big player again. It's never going to be the thing that we all sit down on a weekend and go, oh, let's have a tournament. Let's let's pretend that Rob's actually good at Halo. Let's let's run some customs. Like, <laughs> let's say he it, only won it, that because of connection issues. So he's yeah, he he's, only won he's that arguably of his lag the, he's he's <laughs> arguably the disputed and you know uh, first champion of the one v one in all of our hearts. Very it doesn't disputed. count, Rob. Yeah, very <laughs> disputed. Yeah, but so there's well, so much writing on this, and that's part of why they've changed studio heads three times. That's part of why I can't remember if I told you that there, there's a huge rumor around the engine that Halo Infinite used, and they were talking about slip space, and they kind of quietly stopped talking about slip space. And everyone, there's a rumor that they changed back to Unreal, and I haven't gone into the files and looked at the. Uh, infinite stuff to find out what engine it's actually running on now uh they changed studio heads three times they lost almost their entire pro team uh like it, it's been a scary six years since halo 5 has come out it's been chaotic like like we were talking about the world is on fire the halo world is right there with it it's on fire it's literally you know the train has already left the tracks it's already careening towards the cliff it's barely hanging on and if they don't somehow pull it back with an infinite halo might be dead yeah they'll release more games in the future i guarantee microsoft will put more games out it's just it'll it it won't be a player anymore it'll just be a game it'll just yeah did you see the new halo yeah, yeah. well i mean you know i was thinking about it and i, I when i was coming back to like thinking about whether or not i was going to you know, introduce Halo to Izzy. I've really been thinking about going through the original trilogy or the the original series with her, going back to Halo One, and hey, let's play all the way through uh, to Halo Four, and you know, maybe Halo Five. Yeah, um, <laughs> it just it's such I a mean, forgettable campaign, Halo Five. But. Yeah, it 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 really was, and I think that there was a lot of fan service that they tried to do with Halo Five. I didn't bring a single titty. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's true. You know, they did. You know, <laughs> that changed. But, you know, bringing back Sergeant Buck and, you know, bringing back Nathan Fillion in the, you know, as the character. And there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of it there. But, yeah, it was very forgettable. And everything about it was forgettable. And I just didn't care. You know, yeah. I know, I know that the, I know the drunken halo guys were working towards unlocking the armors and doing all that, which is cool. And I applaud them for, you know, doing what they done, but that's not why I play halo. And I, and I, and I think that kind of led to be one of the reasons why I kind of walked away from it. I'm like, you know, I'm striving to, to, to this community. I mean, it was just weird. I mean, halo five did get to a point where it felt like a chore to continue to play it. Yeah, it was and no it kind of enjoyable. Did. It was just kind of like, well, I play Halo, so I have to play Halo. Yeah. So I mean, this is it. I mean, the bottom line with this conversation for me, the bottom rock bottom line, 
is this is Halo's last hurrah. Yeah. Even I think even for everyone. If, Definitely for us. Me and you, I'm pretty yeah. sure on the same page. But I think for it, everyone. And here's the thing. Even if Halo, let, let's say, let, let's say all of our dreams come true and they knock it out of the park. And whatever it is that makes Halo Halo for you as a player, it does in spades. It's great. Yeah. Okay. I think where we're at, where I'm at as a gamer, yeah. and I as think I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. I it's still going to be it, you know. Yeah. I don't think it, I'm going to go on to Halo Infinite Two or Halo yeah. Seven or whatever it is that they do, you well, know. And I, think, I, I feel the, like that they're trying to do like an expansion thing, kind of like what you see in WoW Destiny. and Destiny, and yeah, you know, and that's fine and that's cool, you know. Um, yeah, games I, as a service kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I get what they're doing, and I think it's a viable option and i think it's cool that you can build a character and grow a character and have all your lifetime stats in one place and you don't reset when you go to you know play a new game you know it's you know your time and energy is rewarded by having that inheritor emblem next to your name that you look how much i've done you know um that's cool you You bought your level 50 yeah yeah (laughs) yeah exactly you know fine whatever but i just God damn, I hate saying it, Oreo. Like, I genuinely feel bad for the words coming out of my mouth when I say things like, this is it. You know, yeah. this, well, this I don't want to be a Debbie the... Downer. They already have, and we talked about the world on fire. And yeah, political. this is a very I, down. I, honestly, if I'm going to be 100% honest, even though I'm a hardcore Halo fan, I follow every pro. I I shared in the, the Drunken Halo Discord. Uh, yesterday or the day before something a old ass picture of mlg uh some ogs and i i literally looked at that picture and i instantly knew who those kids were even though they're like 12 13 14 years old in that picture from way back when just looking at that picture i know exactly who that those people are i'm so into halo i you can show me a picture of fucking you know a, a top 600 player pro and i'd be like oh yeah i know who that is i know it uh, I'm a hardcore Halo fan, and I'm saying this 100% honestly. I feel like it's already too little too late. I feel like even though we say, oh, this is, this is their last chance to get Halo right, I feel like even if Halo Infinite comes out and it did everything perfect and they did everything right and we're all surprised this December and we're like, holy shit, it's really fun. It's really... I still feel like it's already too late. I feel like most of the population, most of the OGs, and most of the new gamers, most of the younger population have already moved on. They already don't care about Halo. Oh, I think that the younger population didn't care in the first place because it was not about them. I mean, let's go back and look, you know. All right, so... That's the hard part when everyone wants... I want Halo to be like what it used to be. Like you said, most of us are fucking working. We're not the gamers that yeah. play 16 hours a day. That's my son. What's the, that's, that's what's the time our... gap? What's the time gap between five and infinite? Six years. Six well, years. Well, six years and a month. Okay. All right. So we're going to say six years just for easy math. What's the average age of the, of um, a gamer that's playing these games? Well, doing? that that's a weird stat too because I the average age of a gamer right now is actually around like thirty years old. 
because right. of us, because of our, you know, where we grew up gaming and most of us okay. still game. All right. Even well, though, let's... What do you, it, it depends. Are you saying hardcore gamer? Are you saying let me rephrase then. Let's put it like this. Um, what is the average age of the gaming industry's target audience? Uh, well, again, you talking money? Because again, that's 30 yeah. year olds. We're the ones spending all the money on all the games. My son doesn't spend money on games. I spend money. All right. On games. Well, that's fine. But I mean, well, that <laughs> when you were when you were thirteen and fourteen, you weren't the one spending the money on the games. It was your parents buying them for you. So yeah. I mean, what what I'm saying is, is you know, you can you can arguably say the average target audience for these I, games target, is probably probably sixteen. I will say 15, 16 years old. That's where I'm yeah. going. And they're the future right. of the next generation. And yeah. we, as we get Which, old enough here in the next five, 10 years, we're not going to game anymore at all. Right. We're going to be too so, old. So what I'm, so what I'm going at with this is, okay, let's say they're 16 years old. All right. Let's go back. All right. Go back six years. So that means they're 10 years old. Yeah. They might okay. not be. Most kids that are what, 10 don't really game. Well, what, what video games are 10 year old playing six years ago? Because you know, it's not Halo. Crash, no, not even Crash Bandicoot. That was older. Um, six years ago, what games were big? I don't know, Skate? You know, so you're looking at, okay, so there's, you know, there's, they didn't do a good job growing Halo for their target audience. And that's where I was kind of, that's the end game for where I'm trying to go with this. You know, you and I, and most of the people listening to the, you know, you know, like Rob, for example, or Mystery, you know, Halo 2. You know, there there was so much hype. There was so much fun playing around with land parties and well, Halo Two was on ESPN. There was exactly. lines down the block was, for for midnight e release. There was exactly yeah. there was tons and tons of hype. That's why we became Halo fans. Is we were a part of that hype. Okay, you know there was no hype. I mean, there was a little bit of hype for Halo Four. And you know, I remember the E three launches. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then, you know, there was the Hunt the Truth for Halo 5, but the only reason why you or I were interested in in the Hunt the Truth for Halo 5 was because we were already Halo fans going back pre-Halo 5. So you take those 10-year-olds that were, all, you know, they were 10 years old when Halo 5 came out. The reason why we were... In, either. Well, well, they, they weren't even alive or may have barely been alive when the the lore that was that was created then was why we looked forward to the hunt the truth stuff because it was tying all this lore back to the old stuff, you know? So there was the, the hype was meant for us, you know? Yeah. And the, the hype that's going around now, there isn't any. So there's, you've had yeah. 15 years of not marketing to these, to the, to the audience that you should have been art. You should have been marketing to. Well, and, and the thing it feels like they're doing it again with Halo Infinite. It feels like yeah. they're again pandering to us that already liked Halo, even though half of us that that might be bigger or smaller. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna here, guess. Here we, half of us have already given up on Halo. Here we are at you know talking where the majority of people that are enjoying their fandom say, "Well, they're not doing enough for me." You know, where's me? You know, you know, uh, episode eight and nine, they weren't for me. I hated them. You know, Kylo Ren sucks, and Ray's not a Skywalker, and you know, and all this stuff. And you're like, this doesn't make me happy. And here we are, you and I, sitting here going with Halo. Uh, they're pandering too much to me. They need to be not pandering to me. <laughs> and they need to. Well, I think it's. You know, and it might we might have a unique view because. You know, we're 
we have kids and we want them to enjoy gaming like we did. Yeah, the amount of joy and and just I would could you could you imagine gaming? Oh. Could you imagine if your son came to you and said, "Dad, I heard about this game Halo. It looks so cool." Yeah. Could you imagine how you would feel? Oh, you know? can, can can you imagine if my son came to me and was like, "So what's esports engine all about? I want to be a professional gamer." Yeah. I'd be like, well, I'm just, dude, are you serious? Let me, all right, sit down. Yeah. Let, me t- let me teach you how to play shooters. <laughs> yeah. I, your dad but knows I, it all. <laughs> but I mean, just, just imagine if, you know, the, our, our kids came to us and said, Hey, you know, we saw, I was, I was watching this Roblox video on YouTube and it got interrupted by a three minute ad, which makes no sense to me. And it was like a three minute trailer on Halo. Do you know anything about it? Yeah. That'd be you, sick, you know, but. It would be sick. I, well, if he did be... that right, if he did, well, if I were to be honest, if he did that right now, I'd go, well, well, uh, let's see when it comes out. Don't get too hyped yet. <laughs> but, but, but it would change. It would, it, it would change excited. you. It, it, it would be, it would change you. You would be so excited that you would be like, oh, you're excited about this Halo. Let me show yeah. you fucking Halo 2. You know, let me show you these things. Let's fire yeah. up the well, Xbox. He's, he's and, barely played you know, the old Halos. Like, he's, he's he's played them but like barely we haven't played yeah. through the campaign he wasn't really interested and and he was a little too young right uh, he my son's eight and a half well yeah like eight now and he's definitely the best in his school at his age i mean he's been gaming way longer than any of them my son's been gaming since he was two I mean, yeah. none of the other kids have but he's still he he, he doesn't like shooters it's not that he doesn't like shooters he wasn't ready for them they're they're complex games. There's a lot going on. He was more like uh, you know, Roblox, the Minecraft, the simpler games, the stuff I can then when I'm done playing it, I can just watch a YouTube uh, of such and such play it for another hour. And it's the you know he he's not way into shooters. So honestly, if he came to me right now and said any shooter, like, Oh, I love this shooter game, you know, I want you know, I want to be really good at it. Even if he didn't say, oh, I want to be a professional. If he's like, oh, I really want to be good at this shooter. I don't know. Yeah. I'm such a heavy shooter person well, now just, because yeah, of Halo. <laughs> but I, I just, you know, where I was at with this was just like, you know, just imagine if they put that kind of effort into grabbing a target audience of that teenager, you know, age group to get them to play Halo, the difference that I that would make. I think they're pandering they're not. to the old guys. They're not. And, and that's, and that's so what weird I'm saying. All the arguments online or all the pros arguing for uh, no sprint and then all the other people saying, well, we want a sprint and everyone, it's not Halo and this and that. None of them are talking about, well, a few, a few people, mostly casuals, not as much the pro side, a few of the pros. Most of them are talking about, you know, pandering to us, but like we're just saying, it feels like they're not pandering to the next generation, the new players yeah. that are, if and, they're going to make it a games as a service, that's who you need to focus on. Well, you know, and that's why I say that if they don't, or they have to, they I mean, they have to have a battle Royale in the game. They have to, whether, whether or not you or I play it, it doesn't matter. As it's big not as fun. that is right now. It has to be. And here we thought, and I remember I was having this conversation a year ago, if not longer ago, you know, when we first started playing Apex, that is like, well, you know, this is a fad. It's not going to last. Every, you know, every game that's out there is sticking a battle royale in there. Well, shoot, when uh, when yeah. PUBG got huge, even though that wasn't the first battle royale, but it was made by the same guy that invented the well, 
that's a whole other debate. But the guy that invented Battle Royale, you know, made PUBG, and then every game started to do like similar stuff or try to do it, and and everyone was like, "Oh, this is a fad." And I think even back then, you and I were like, "I don't think so. I think it's the next like capture the flat. I think it's the next thing that yeah. if you're gonna be a shooter game, you ha- you have to include the the main genre." Yeah, and, you know? and, and people, and, you know, even when Red Dead came out and they did the Red Dead Online and they had a battle royale for Red Dead 2. Yeah, and well, I thought it was fucking big Warzone is, you know, I th- I thought it was cheesy at first. I really did. I thought this was, you know, it this is cheesy. Was, it's stupid, but, but <laughs> they tried at least, you know, they love it, you know, and I, I tried playing Fortnite and I hated it. You know, I absolutely hated the, the cartoony campy, you know, thing that is uh Fortnite, I hated it. But then you know, then we you and I turn around and we play Apex and I love it. And I, yeah. I like PUBG. PUBG is fun. Um the I don't feel like PUBG that that you just said with uh some other game with uh how you like Splitgate because it's so quick. The problem with PUBG is you're 45 minutes per round. Yeah. The problem with Apex that. is you're 18 minutes per round. The yeah. problem with I mean you keep coming further down. Halo is nice because you're you're eight to ten minutes per round, depending how well, you know, and I think clobber the other team. But for me, I think ten to twelve minutes is the max. I, I just yeah. I think that that's that's the that's the perfect amount of time to to play around well, and in a enjoy video game. it. Yeah. yeah. And before but it gets it's like... a two-edged sword, not only do you lose, like you start to get bored, but not only that, you can you also run the risk of the longer you go, the more frustrated your players become. Because when you spend 40 minutes in PUBG to come mm-hmm. to the end and you're now in the final three and you died as some dude just trugging along in a buggy and he had no fucking clue you were on the other side of that hill, he just kind of came over and ran you over. The amount of frustration and how fucking you're like i'm gonna uninstall this fucking game i just spent 40 fucking minutes yeah no well like i said it's that it's that serotonin release that you need to have that serotonin release and i have 10 minutes is about the proper time because you know there were times like you know i were were playing split gate you know and we're like fuck me this is still the first fucking round you know (laughs) and you know and it's I, I I agree. I, PUBG is definitely it's too long. There's yeah. there's and but there's... it proved the it was a proof of concept for how much people like Battle Royale, and it opened the door uh, for how popular it became. It, it it opened the door for that to become a staple. That's now part of shooters. And for people denying that and say, "Oh, it's not Halo," I don't care. It's part of shooters now. If you don't have a yep. Battle Royale, another part of gaming, not even shooters. If you don't have crossplay, you're fucked. What are you doing? The generation where you have to have crossplay. Number yeah. two, if you're a shooter, you have to do battle royale. I don't care all the naysayers and the haters going, oh, you're just following trends. Where were the people saying that? Where every fucking game had a 4v4 mode and a CTF mode and a fuck. Like, yeah. It, it yeah. has to be there. If it doesn't have it, I, I'm not saying it. I wish it was that release, but. The the other thing that sucks with Halo Infinite, all the troubles they've had, I feel like it's not only they're delaying it. I, I feel like they have to. I feel like they're behind. It's not ready again. But it I agree. It's come so long that they almost have no choice. They have to release it. So they, it, it's unfortunate, but Yeah. Uh, that's why I think we're not gonna get a good game. And I think that's gonna that's gonna just destroy I think we'll get a good de- game. I don't think we'll get a great game. I'm, I, I think I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. I think uh, 
play it for two months, three months. I think we'll stop playing it. I think we'll come back when Forge is around for maybe a month, and then I feel like we'll be done with Halo. I know, I, you know, I know I'm already being a Debbie Downer. I know the game hasn't released, and we don't know. I'm just trying to be realistic. I think it's honestly too late for Halo, and I hate to say that because again, we're Halo kids. We don't want to see it die. But I, I feel like we've already seen it die. I feel like we're visiting Halo on its deathbed, and this is its final, you know, final words. This is this is that you know, uh, you know, your family member has been diagnosed with some terrible disease, and you've got three months to live. So we're gonna go out and skydive and and do all Close these amazing things together, and then you know, hang yeah. everything and up and you're walk trying away. to be happy, but in the back of your mind, you know, yeah. death is coming, and it's yep, it's never well, there's fun. you know, there's uh, you know. I've noticed it, and I, I know this since since we're already dark and Debbie Downing. I'm going to go darker and Debbie Downer. Um, and Craig I says knew- we have to finish this up because this is like the longest episode we've ever done. And he he said, oh, shit, uh, "What yeah. are you, drunken Halo?" And I said, "Fuck you, Craig." So, but yeah, yeah go ahead with your just point. Turn, just tell him to turn the bass <laughs> up, and it'll be fine. Um, so <laughs> Justin Justin just threw his phone in frustration. Are you saying that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, one of the things that, you know, I noticed on my social media lately is that the, you know, I was going through and kind of pruning some people out of my social media accounts and there was people on my social media accounts that they were dead, you know, like they had passed away, you know, there was older people, there were some younger people, you know, whatever reason, you know, I've got probably a dozen to two dozen people on my social medias that have passed away and I just can't bring myself to like delete them off my social media. Like, you know, they were my friends and I don't want to delete them. I'm noticing that with my, uh, my Xbox friends list, there's people on my Xbox friends list. Oh yeah. You don't want to get rid of And And I don't want to unfriend them because they're, they were my friends before they passed away. And there's a couple of them. And, you know, speaking of that, we need to get, we're getting to, we're getting to that sad age where, yeah. So I grew up with him and we have to be prepared for some shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, I need to I need to get my mystery here in the next few weeks because we've got to do the Avenging Crusade stream. Oh uh, yeah. Pretty soon. That's gonna be coming up in November. Is that coming up again already? Yep, November. And then um. But but anyway, um. Time flies so fast. Yeah, I, I was just I was just thinking about that. It's like man, and yet this is... we still don't have a fucking Halo game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 Master Chief Collection still isn't right. I still have issues with Halo. 2. No, it's pretty good now. It's pretty good. The uh, new the new debate. I know you don't follow Halo, so you don't know. They just released literally this four days ago some crazy armors, like skull for a helmet, and like uh, imagine like a football player like padding, like huge. Like and well, now the I argument, will... is, a bunch of people are like, oh, this is sick, and all the again, all the Halo OGs are like, it's not Halo. Well, I will go and make sure my Master Chief Collection is updated, and I will download the latest update. And I will go in and see if I can go back and play Halo 2. Um, it's not the because, same. Don't do it. Well, no. It's, <laughs> no, it's the fact that I couldn't. There, you know, uh, I've been stuck on You can on now. All, all the games work now. It's, seven? it's pretty good. It's the smoothest it's ever been since release. It's just crazy that they're still updating it. It's like, where is the new Halo? Why are you updating yeah, this game this? that's seven years old? when we want a new game because the last Halo game we got was six years old. Why are you not updating the six-year-old game? You're updating the seven-year-old game. I don't know. It's just confusing across the board. Well, 
with that being said, I'm done being a downer. Yeah. I, next I, episode is going to be so cheerful and happy. Yep. And we're not that, going to talk about politics or the world burning. No, we probably or lithium don't. batteries. Let's, let's not let's <laughs> let's not pitch, let's not shoehorn ourselves okay, into a you're corner. You're right. Let's not make promises. We definitely won't keep. <laughs> but um, we're going to get back on a schedule. Um, I want to drunken Halo. On... Speaking of things that are dead, and it's sad that they're gone. Drunken Halo might never come back. So we're trying to fill the void for at least our listeners. Mm, I want to fill Travis's void. Uh, I want to fill Justin's void. Uh, he can tell you a story about filling some voids. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, we're, we're here for you. So yeah, we'll see you next week. Sorry, is fucking. This is the the old man Halo podcast. But I, 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 uh, what target audience are we going for, Q? <laughs> oh God, um, our target audience. Um, well, let's see. There's a Canadian people that are maybe not as loud <laughs> or as old as Rob, but okay. So that that limits us to the under seventy crowd. Seventy. What's Rob now? Sixty-seven. Yeah, it's sixty-seven. 68. So yeah, so under sixty-seven. Yeah, I think he turns sixty-eight here next month. But yeah, under okay. sixty-seven, uh, like Rob. Uh, <laughs> at, at least older than mystery what's mystery now 23 uh 21 at best yeah he seems so freaking young (laughs) (laughs) yeah 21 to 67 years old yep uh primarily male because i just feel like most females wouldn't enjoy this podcast no they'd have turned us off not being being sexist i'm just saying they're they're too smart to to listen to this dribble well let's put it like this (laughs) Does, does your wife listen to this podcast so that has been because uh, <laughs> I can tell you mine doesn't. So that pretty much shoots that. that's the only target audience of females that it I might could, be a I good thing that to. they don't. So yeah, probably so. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week, and it'll be much happier, I promise. And congratulations if you lasted this long. Jesus Christ, your wife is a lucky lady. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Bye, Oreo. Uh, bye, Q. I almost said bye, Oreo. Bye, Q. Bye, Oreo. Hey, kids. Today we're going to learn about the world. The world that's around us is pretty amazing. But how does it work? It must be complicated. The secret is the world can only work when everything works together. A bee drinks from a flower and leaves with its pollen. A squirrel in a tree spreads the seeds that have fallen. Everything works together. The biggest elephant, the littlest fly. The gophers underground, the birds in the sky. And every single cricket, every fish in the sea gives what they can and gets what they need. That is how the world to the worms in the dirt that's how it works hey everyone look who stopped by to say hello it's Socko hey where you been Socko I've been where I always am when you're not wearing me on your hand in a frightening liminal space between states of being 
not quite dead, not quite alive. It's similar to a constant state of sleep paralysis. Sako, we were just talking about the world and how it works. Boy, that sounds complicated. Do you have anything you'd want to teach us about the world? I wouldn't say anything that you probably haven't already said yourself. I don't know about that, Sako. How about you give it a try? All right. The simple narrative taught in every history class is demonstrably false and pedagogically classist. Don't you know the world is built with blood and genocide and exploitation? The global network of capital essentially functions to separate the worker from the means of production. And the FBI killed Martin Luther King. Private property's inherently theft. And neoliberal fascists are destroying the left. And every politician, every cop on the street protects the interests of the pedophilic corporate elite. That is how the world works. Really? That is how the world works. Genocide, the natives say you got to it first. That's how it works. That's pretty intense. No shit. What can I do to help? Read a book or something, I don't know. Just don't burden me with the responsibility of educating you. It's incredibly exhausting. I'm sorry, Sako. I was just trying to become a better person. Why do you rich fucking white people insist on seeing every socio-political conflict through the myopic lens of your own self-actualization? This isn't about you, so either get with it or get out of the fucking way. Watch your mouth, buddy. <laughs> Remember who's on whose hand here. But that's what I- have you not been fucking listening? We are in right, in a- right, wait, I'm... wait, wait, no, please, I don't want to go back. <laughs> I can't go- I can't go back, please. Please, I'm sorry. Are you gonna behave yourself? Yes. Yes, what? Yes, sir. Look at me. Yes, sir. That's better. That is how the world works. That is how the world works. I hope you learned your lesson. I did and it hurt. That's how it works.